This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Just when you think the West can't get any more competitive, a guy named KD gets cleared to play. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Jen. How are you today? I, I almost didn't come to work today. Both my feet started hurting. I said, well, I just can't, I can't play if my feet hurt because the foot flu is going around. LeBron's got it in both feet, and now AD's got it in his right foot, and by tomorrow he'll have foot flu in you his left foot. You don't need your feet to do what you do. <laughs> I don't know. i got to balance them here on this chair. They're aching. You know, ain't like, no road with your feet. Ain't no road with your feet. Aches and pains. But uh, I hope you can run because mm-hmm. I'm going to put you on the move really? right quick. Right quick. Well, out the gate. Well, the Lakers can't put foots in anybody because they don't need foots to put in. Did they win last night? Yeah, I okay, don't know how, but you, they did. You saw how Schroeder? Who needs LeBron James? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. We will get to the Lakers, guys. But first, let's talk some suns, shall we? Kevin Durant dropping 23 points on 10 of 15 shooting last night in his Phoenix debut. The Suns also got the 105-95 win over Charlotte after the game. KD says, I feel like it fit in pretty well. Yes, so, wouldn't you? <laughs> Shannon, did we just see the debut of the NBA champion? No, we saw the debut of Kevin Durant, who looked absolutely unbelievable, like we thought he would, like we knew he would, considering he's a guy that doesn't need to dominate the basketball in order to be as extremely efficient. And that's what he was. You can tell, even after almost seven weeks of being absent, that jumper was not in the rain. It was rust-free. And he came in and he looked like Kevin Durant. But you want me to sit here and say that after one game, that this is the NBA champion. They beat the Hornets mm-hmm. without their best player. And so I'm supposed to deduce that from that. I can't. With a guy who'd been out for a month. Yes. Who's playing his first game ever yes. with a whole new group of teammates. Yes. Okay. I'm a firm believer that two things can be true. Kevin Durant looked unbelievable. Devin Booker looked unbelievable. DeAndre Ayton was, uh, was dominant. They played the Hornets. Without LaMelo Ball, who's their best player? Yep. And so you want me to be able to deduce because Kevin Durant played with the Suns, debuted and played extremely well in 27 minutes, had 23, shot, had 23 points on 15 shots, 10 of 15, 2 of 4 from the 3, 1 of 1 from the free throw line, plus 13. And I'm supposed to be able to deduce all of that, what you want me to do, mm. project all the way out after beating the Hornets. No, I can't do that, Skip Bayless. I am not going to do that. But I will say this, Kevin Durant's going to fit in with anyone, Skip, because he's not ball dominant. So he can run around and, and, and come off a pick. They can give him the ball at the block, and he can just rise up and like we saw him do a couple of times last night. Yep. So he's going to – where wouldn't Kevin Durant fit in at? Mm. 
Good question. <laughs> so, so with that being said, Skip, but I'm not willing to jump to the conclusion that you're trying to get me to go to, even though he. I, I'm not trying to get you going. You you can go wherever you want to go. No. Okay. Big no. <laughs> no. What, what what did you see? What do you feel? What does your gut tell you? What what does your eye test tell you about that team with 19 games left in this regular season? I look at it like this, Skip. There's really no prohibitive favor. There's not a team that was like the 17, 18, 19 Golden State Warriors with mm-hmm. Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. Yep. Now, can they beat anybody? Yes, absolutely. Because you got two outstanding offensive players. Now, if you tell me DeAndre Ayton is going to play like this throughout the entirety of the playoff, yep. I say, Skip, it's going to be hard for somebody to beat those guys yep. because they got it that's extremely efficient in Kevin Durant yep. that can go get a shot anytime he wants to. He's a one guy, Skip, that you can say, okay, go get me a bucket, KD. How you need it? You want me down on the block or you want me to get the mid-range or you want me to pull up from three? But because there is no dominant team, could they win it all? Absolutely. But could the Celtics win it all? Absolutely. What about Milwaukee? Absolutely. So with that being said, I'm not willing to say I'm not going to put them to the front of the line, even though they have Kevin Durant. And although he looked extremely, extremely well last night, I'm not moving them to the front of the line. Okay. After one game against Charlotte, I'm going to move them to the front of the line in the Western Conference. I'm going to move them past your MVP, Jokic, and the Denver Nuggets. I'm going to move them past Ja. We're going to speak about Ja here in just a few minutes. Okay. And the Memphis Grizzlies, who are playing at a supremely high level as we speak. I'm going to move them past a Sacramento team that I am falling deeper and deeper in love with every time I watch them because they're fun to watch and they have arrived. They're, they have come of age they, right before your are They get up eyes. and down. They're going to score a bunch of points on you now. Which brings me to the current four seed in the West, the Phoenix Suns. All of a sudden, Kevin Durant walks in the door, and to your point, He's done this numerous times in his career. It looks like he, he just played last night. It, it looks like he was playing on a back-to-back as a 22-year-old. Mm-hmm. The, the jumper is rust-proof, as you just said. I, I don't know how he does it. He, he joined Golden State. He went to the first finals. I thought the pressure of the NBA world is on his slender shoulders, and he rose and shone in those first finals with Golden State, mm-hmm. even though – he joined a loaded team. He became the star star stars, and he was the MVP in back-to-back finals. He said he was nervous going into last night because he didn't want to let down his new teammates. And right out of the box, he did what I told you would start happening that first morning that the sun rose in Phoenix. We're at the Super Bowl on that first Thursday mm-hmm. morning, and the trade bombshell had dropped that Kevin Durant was a Phoenix sun. And by God, we were in Phoenix with a Phoenix crowd around us. And I said, gee, I opened the show by saying, I I think the Phoenix Suns just won a championship. I wasn't sure at that point if it was this year's championship or next year's championship. But I am willing to go this year. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to go that that this is the team to beat this year. You made in both conferences. Yes, sir. And you, you made immediate great points on that Thursday morning. What about health? Because we got health everywhere. <laughs> health is going to tell the tale right. for everybody. It's going to tell the tale for your Lakers. And by the way, we're going to deal with them here in a few minutes. I'm not ruling them out of this thing yet because 
it's still there's so many injuries. There's so many X factors up and down the board that that it's still hard to predict. And it's hard to predict with these guys. It's big ifs. If they all stay healthy, is Kevin going to stay healthy? He's been about as fragile as Anthony Davis has. Right. Mm -hmm. We got Steph Curry X factor. Is he going to come back and is he going to be Steph Curry or not? We can just keep on keeping on with all the teams and all the X factors. Got the Russell Westbrook X factor now with the Clippers. The point is that this guy is the easiest to play with superstar there has ever been, and it ain't even close. One, one time back in my days on first take, I, I threw out this when he was playing with Russell Westbrook, and I said, Kevin Durant is, is, is a great complimentary star, and Stephen A. went crazy. He's not a compliment. Well, he was to, to Russ because they favored Russ. That's why Kevin finally left. But my point was... He was completely content to take a back seat. To, if Russ wanted to shoot 30 shots, he'd say, okay, it's, it's, it's basketball. Right. If that works for the basketball team. Right. Well, he, he was content last night. He took 15 shots. He made 10 out of 15. But, you know, that's in that par for his yeah. course. Hell, I think, I think 9 out of 10 over jumpers. I, 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 okay, <laughs> he just makes jump shots. Yeah, and he, he was upset. He said, I missed four that I shouldn't have, have missed. Right. Okay, well, that would have been 14 out of 15. He made two of four three-point shots. He didn't get to the line very much. But, you know, and I know he's a 90% free throw shooter. Mm-hmm. And I think his defense is being underrated because he had a couple of big blocks last right. night that were significant in the game, albeit against Charlotte. But his first game thrown in they they got again 19 games left just not a lot of games and by the way they face the fourth toughest finishing schedule because I'm looking down the schedule and we got a lot of fire testing going on here because they're going to get thrown right into the fire as as we go forward they got to go at Chicago at Dallas then let me get some big games they got to play Sacramento they got to go to Golden State they got to play Milwaukee they got to go to Oklahoma City go to LA I'm not sure which one this is I think this is the Clippers No they got the Lakers they got the Lakers, Lakers in the next two weeks Okay then they got the Lakers I, my, my schedule doesn't say who the teams are uh, with whether it's Lakers or Clippers but they got to go to Sacramento uh, and they, they play Denver twice. My point is this, this is a lot of yeah. tough games yeah. left. So we're, yeah. we're, we're just talking about yeah. Charlotte. I'm going to give you your big Charlotte point because <laughs> they just played their easiest remaining game. They yeah. had 20 remaining when Kevin walked in the door last right. night. Mm-hmm. And now the 19 are all much to, to, to very much tougher than the one last night. But here's what impressed me the most. Kevin played higher minutes than I thought. I, I thought it might be like, 20 minutes? Yeah, and, I thought and he, 25. Yeah, okay. So, well, he got to 27. Okay. And the game got a little tight. Ubre hit a three early in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, uh, let's see, it's 10.44 left when Ubre hits a three. So it cuts it to six. And you say, well, Kevin doesn't want to lose his debut with right. the Phoenix Suns. So he goes back in the game at this point, and And I'm going to show you what he proceeded to do in his first four, uh, next four shots, if I could see this. The first one comes with 10.49 left, and he goes up and gets knocked down and, and rips it and gets his lone free throw of the night and swishes that. Okay, so that's the three-point. And then here he goes again. And this is a tough shot. He's, it, it's like he's triple-teamed over there, and he finds a little wedge and, and gets in, and then here he goes again. That's a free-throw line. That's, that's a free-throw If you let him get to the free-throw line, he's going to make that <laughs> shot. And here he goes again. And once you go up, Ubre is a pretty good defender. But yeah. like I always say about Kevin, once he gets to his spot yeah. and he launches, what are you going to do? He's shooting it up so high, seven nothing, feet tall. There's nothing, nothing to the you can do. Like, hey, you you just hope he he's misses. having an off night. <laughs> you hope yeah. he misses. Okay, so I just showed you he scored nine straight points 
over a span of about two and a half minutes. Well, that's that's sensational. Yeah. yeah. And remember, in Brooklyn, before he banged up his knee, he, he was putting up MVP caliber numbers. I'm not saying he was the MVP, but, yeah. but you'd look at the numbers and you'd say, that's pretty sensational. Yeah. And I told you yesterday, his his mid-range jump shooting numbers are off the charts. They're historical pace mid-range. But Gil, he, did, did you need to see this year? Mid- no. He's always been great at mid-range game. Okay. But the beauty is that he blends so easily. And I love the quote. I'm going to read it real quick from yeah. Devin Booker after the game. He said, this is one of those moments that doesn't really feel real. Because he's looking at Kevin Durant in awe. Yes. He's Devin Booker. And Devin Booker's a really good basketball player. I mean, Kevin, player. I mean you, come on, think about it now. You, you, you play books in his prime, and all of a sudden, a guy, Kevin Durant says, you know what? I, you wake up the next morning, and Kevin Durant got your uniform on. <laughs> he's got I a mean, Phoenix Suns jersey come on. on. Now. I know. So, Book goes on to say, I mean, it's just every time he shoots the ball, it's just so effortless. You can see defenders trying their hardest to contest or fight over a screen, and he just looks unbothered and unfazed. Well, well, he does. He is. Because, because he is. <laughs> because he knows, as he said, do, do, do you know who I am? Yes. Well, yeah, you're Kevin Bleepin' Durant, Correct. right? Okay, yes. so that's, that's who you are. Okay, so in the big picture here, he'll blend in because he has little to no ego. Right. And I loved what he called Booker right after the game. He said he's a pure basketball player. Well, that, that's, the, that's the highest compliment that Kevin can pay to any other star. Mm-hmm. He just wants, as Kevin, he just wants to hoop. He just wants to play basketball. Chris Paul just wants to hoop. Yeah, you don't have to okay. give you more than what he All gave right. you last okay. night. I, I got it. I was just going to get to that. <laughs> so my X factor with this team is, is Chris just over the hill? You know, he has not been shooting the ball well, and he goes one for eight, and it didn't matter last night, right. but it will matter in other games. Yes. Right? Yeah, of course. I mean, if you did not skip, like I said, if you tell me uh, uh, DeAndre Ayton is going to give you 16 and 16 a night, and Kevin, Kevin's going to give you more than 23. He'll give you somewhere right between 28 and 32 a night. Book's going to do what Book does. But, Skip, I just don't know if Chris Paul can shoot the ball as poorly as he does. He's going to need to be a little bit more efficient. And like you said, he struggled this year shooting the basketball between struggling shooting and struggling being on the court. Yep. With injury, his his age, he's aging in dog years, Skip. He looked bad quick. Yep. He looks a little long in the tooth. Yes. He's always been sort of stoutly built, yeah. but he looks a, t- a touch heavy to me, mm-hmm. like he's having a hard time getting around. Yeah. Yet he still has high basketball oh, IQ. Absolutely. And he got 11 assists last night because it's pretty easy to get 11 assists well, you got with those two guys, yeah. right, at your fingertips. And what makes it so easy for KD, Skip, is that he doesn't need the ball to, like, dribble the ball just to get to his spot. He can, you can, somebody can set a pick for him. He can come off a pin down. There's so many different ways that he can get his shot off without even actually having the basketball in his hands. A lot of guys need the basketball, Skip. Let me get to my spot. Okay, let me back you down over here. Let me, that, that's not what he needs. He can take one dribble, boom, ball's gone. It's usually two or three dribbles yeah. and he's up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, hey, you, you see him block the ball. He blocked the shot on one end, Skip. He came down. They he threw did. it to him on the three. No, and just pulls up and rips it. Okay. DeAndre Ayton isn't up against high-level competition <laughs> last night, but, but he gets 16 and 16. Yeah. That will work. If, if you can get 15, 16 rebounds a night, that will work because yes. that's what he can do because he's seven feet tall. 
And then I look at the rest of the team. They start Okogie, who's a very, he's a good defender, high-level yeah. defender who can score. He, he was averaging 18 and a half points coming into this game. He only had four. Well, he just didn't get a lot of shots, and, and he didn't make a shot. He was right. 0 for 4. But the point is, I look down the bench. Tory Craig and Damian Lee and Landale's pretty good, and Campaign right. is now back. T.J. Warren got added because he came over in the trade. Right. And remember, Terrence Ross came over as a buyout. Right, yes, And, and yes. he's not he healthy right now, right. but I've always liked him coming off the bench because he makes things happen. Skip, you do like in order to win, um, um, let's just say the guy, somebody's going to have to deal with Yoke. Mm. DeAndre is going to have to deal with Yoke. He's going to have to keep him quiet. And when I say quiet, he can't let him get 30 and 20 no. and 12 assists. Okay. He's going to have to keep him quiet. Okay, you play. let's just say for the sake of argument, you get Milwaukee coming out of the other side. You remember what uh, Giannis did to DeAndre last time when he went head-to-head? Mm-hmm. They didn't build a wall like you suggested. Mm-hmm. And Chris Paul said, we might need to build a wall. And, and Monty says, nah, we got Lagula D. And the man went 50 and whatever in games. Dist- yeah. He got destroyed. They got destroyed. It, it was bad idea. So he might he he's gonna be your X factor. Book and KD gonna do what Book and KD does. But at some point in time, you're gonna have to find somebody to sh- shut down. If you play if you play uh Boston, somebody's gonna have to deal with JT and JB. Somebody's gonna have to deal if if, if you play Milwaukee, you're gonna have to deal with Giannis. You're gonna have to deal with Holiday and Middleton. If he can get his footing back, that's that's gonna be formidable. You believe you like a a, a, a Philly to come out of there. Well, somebody's going to have to deal with Joel Embiid if they come out of the East. Well, last night, nobody had to deal with him because he didn't play. And I don't know if it was a back-to-back situation because they play at Dallas tonight. Right. Okay. But, but again, they got the X factor. But I do like their team because they showed you what they can do without him. But it was the classic case of a home-and-home against Miami. They didn't take Miami seriously the other night. And now Miami didn't take them seriously. And you saw what got blown off at home. They got blown out. Yes. Okay. So – I still love Philly. I respect Denver. I, all of a sudden, the, the Memphis Grizzlies are growing back on me right. because they're, they're playing su- some supreme basketball right. right now on both ends because they will defend at a high right. level also. But the point is, there's only one Kevin Durant, and he's a Phoenix Sun. And Devin Booker, as you say, he's arrived as a – I don't know if I can go I superstar. Know, no, no, but but I can go star. Yes. I can go star. And so if you pair them – and, and you, you have the expertise and savvy and experience of Chris Paul. Again, is, is it gonna be, will he be a liability shooting the basketball? Because at some point he's going to get dared to shoot and he's yeah. going to have to make, have some, to make shots. some shots. Well, it was just two years ago he had the game of his life at what was then Staples Center mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. shot then my Clippers right, right out of the right. – Shot him right in the right. heart, remember? I've yeah. never seen it. That was the best shooting night he's ever and had. The first two games against Milwaukee, Skip, he played unbelievable basketball. Unbelievable. And then the last four down the stretch, he didn't play too well. And in the Pelican, last year, he did not play well. First two games, and then it was uh, hit and miss. And then against the Mavericks, he was just a no-show. He was a no-show. That was disastrous. So I, I give you all that, but I like the depth of this team. I'm a Monty Williams fan. All the pieces are now in place, and and they love playing with each other, and that's the key. I don't think Kyrie and Luka love playing with each other, so that's a, a huge X factor right. in Dallas. Do, do I love Luka by himself and Kyrie by himself in vacuums? Yeah, I do, but they don't fit together. This is a perfect blend because, to your point, wherever he goes is a perfect <laughs> blend. It's just who he is. is. I've never seen anything like it yeah. before. And Skip Mighty said he told KD he didn't need him to lead, just needed him to be himself. Well, that's music to KD's ears because all, all KD wants to do is hoop. Yep. He's made that abundantly clear. He's like, we got CP3. We have Book. Yep. Those guys, you, hey, 
BKD. He like, for real? Say no more, fam. Okay. Well, that's what he was when he got to Golden State. They, they were all set. They, right. The culture right. was made. Right. It was there. Steph was the leader. Steve Kerr was kind of the co-leader. Yeah, the but, it, but it was hard for him to be that, even though he did not want to particularly lead, be out front in Brooklyn. It's kind of hard when it's just you and Kyrie. See, when you got Steph, when you got Draymond, when you got uh, 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 Clay, and you got Steve Kerr, uh, that's already been there. Now everybody arrived basically at the same time, Skip. Yep. K, uh, uh, KD and Kyrie arrived at the same time. Somebody has to leave. Well, Kyrie's really never been a leader himself. Yep. So now you're asking someone that's never had to lead yep. to try to be out front and lead, and you're asking a guy that doesn't want to be a leader, he's made it abundantly clear. Not to say that he can't, but that's not him. He wants to focus on other things like playing basketball. I'm not giving no pep talks. I'm not giving no speeches. I'm not jumping down somebody down their throat to do what they're supposed yep. to do. Them grown men. I he's made that clear. That's how he wants to be. I got it. Last point. End of last year, <clears throat> playoffs, first round, Brooklyn versus Boston. Mm -hmm. Speaking of no-shows, Kevin Durant got no-showed by Boston. Mm -hmm. He got taken completely out of four straight games. It was the worst he's ever played. He, he looked hapless and hopeless, but to me, he looked dispirited. He looked like he was playing half-hearted basketball because his heart was no longer in playing with the team that had been torn apart by Kyrie's decision not to get vaccinated. Yeah. Okay, so I chalked it up at that point to Kyrie. I, my blame went a little more on Kyrie than on Kevin, mm -hmm. but I told you at that point, I no longer am going to call him the best player on the planet, and I haven't called him that one time since because he's got to re-earn that label. Well, this year he was starting to do so in Brooklyn, and now we got to see. We got 19 fire test games left right. for the Phoenix Suns. I think he still has the potential to be the best player on this planet, and I think you do too. But he has to. It's time to reprove it. Yeah, but he, those other guys are like they've they've gotten so much steam and so built so so much uh, good goodwill and faith with Giannis and Yoke. It's go. It's going to be hard, Skip. It's hard because Giannis. You see Giannis last night. He's playing. He's Giannis again. I guess yeah. he's geared up like, hey, man, let me go ahead and take this game to another level. And Yoke is Yoke. He's just, you know, he's going to give you a triple-double. He's going to give you 25, 13, and 12 on a nightly basis. Yeah, and I agree with you. Both of those teams are completely stabilized and in place, and they're, they're deep and, and potent. Yes. Okay, so I, I give you all that. Because Jamal Murray, now all, right. all of a sudden, he, he started to back. take his game to another level. He's back. And you see Holiday, he's starting to be more consistent. He's like, you know what, Middleton, you down. I'm going to be the number two for sure now. And he's taking his he – you has. know what he is on the defensive end, Skip. He, he's that. He's he, one of the best. He is now the best two-way player yep. in basketball. Okay, well, you can make oh, that Oh, well, I mean, Giannis, I mean, Giannis, but still, yep. he's, he's right there, Skip. Okay. He's right there. Well, you might have the two. That's two way. You got the okay. great defender, big team. All right, but only one team now has Kevin Durant. And that's why I like the Wow, Suns. you moved it to the front of the line. In the West, I am. Okay. For sure. Okay. It's KD's fourth team in seven years, guys. And he admits last night he was indeed a little nervous. I can imagine. I love it. He says he wants to be coachable. Who says that anymore in the NBA? It's fantastic, and I believe him. All right, coming up, gentlemen, we've got the latest from John Morant. Good question, Shannon. And then, hey, the NFL Combine well underway. Let's check in. That and a whole lot more coming up after the break. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. 
Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride-or-dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. According to Memphis police records acquired by the Washington Post, John Morant has now been accused of repeatedly punching a 17-year-old in the head and threatening him with a gun last summer. The teenager told police he was hit 12 to 13 times and was left with a knot on the side of his head. Shannon, what's your reaction to this? We'll skip right now. We don't know enough. Uh, the complaint has been sealed. Um, I'm going to need more evidence to come out. Um, but this is what I will say, Ja. Ja, you're going to have, and I've said it before, Ja, you're going to have to move differently. Mm. You're in a different stratosphere now, Skip. And, 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 and I just think he needs to conduct himself as a person that's in that said stratosphere. Skip, I had, when I got to college, I had to move differently than I was in high school. When I went to the league, I had to move differently than I went out in college. And as I became a more successful player, I had to move different and different and differently. Now that I'm on television, Skip, this TV celebrity is a lot different than at my highest as an NFL player. I agree. I have to move differently. You do. Skip, if you think about think about how gangsters do it. Let's go back to gangsters. We, we talk about uh, 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 John Gotti or any of the gangsters. Like real life gangsters. Real life gangsters. Yeah. Think about what they do, Skip. They try to get legitimate businesses. They get homes. They get cars. They try to portray that they're on the up and up. Mm, see Tony Soprano. Yes! Yeah. Skip, you got Ja. Mm -hmm. Has $200, $300 million contract with Memphis Grizzly. $200 million from Memphis. He's the new face. He got a, 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 a shoe deal, a, a signature shoe Brand from new. Nike. Yep. Uh, five hours after the launch of his new, he's an endorsement deal with Powerade. Mm -hmm. Skip, he wants to be, he portrays that he's like something that he's not. Normally, guys that have, they're like, okay, I'm cool. I made it. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Guys that haven't made it wants to project that they are good. I don't get with y'all. He hustling backwards. You're supposed to, once you get out of that environment, like, I'll leave that behind. I, that ain't me. Y'all, you just got to move differently, bro. Skip, I don't know if this is true. I hope it isn't true. I, but, y'all, you can't put yourself in this situation. You can't. People lie. People, I mean, people have been known to lie. And I'm not saying this young man is, is lying. But sometimes celebrities or entertainers find themselves in situations where people lie because Ja has a name. Everybody yeah. knows who he is. Yeah. They know what he has. And so sometimes, Ja, people will try to take advantage of a situation because you try to portray this. Okay, 
You're an easy target. Yeah. Child, just move differently, bro. That's all I'm saying. That's all. That's the only advice. I would never give you any advice about how to play basketball, mm. but I would try to give you some advice about how to move. Let someone else lesson be your lesson. Skip, if somebody tell me, might I hit my head on that pole? Man, my head hurt. I'm not going to go bang my head on the pole to see if it hurts. Mm. I'm going to take your word for it. John, there's enough lessons out there mm -hmm. for you to learn without having to learn that same lesson through your own hardship. Yeah. That's all I would say to him. Mm. I cannot express to you how much I appreciate everything you just said and everything you have been saying again and again and again and again, because this keeps rearing its ugly head time and time again to a fault. Mm -hmm. We all love Ja as a player. Yeah, I, I've really tried to embrace him as a player. There are moments of immaturity as a player that disturb me. Mm -hmm. After game one against the T-Wolves, he acted like they had won it all, and it wasn't <laughs> over yet. Yeah. But it was game two. They lost game one, remember? Yeah, they, they lost game one, game two. Yeah. yeah. You tell me, I don't want nobody to get off. Y'all left. Yeah. Gone. Be gone. Okay. So, Jen mentioned the one incident with the teenager playing pickup ball at his house, at Jaw's house. But just four days previous to that, there was an incident with the head of security at a Memphis mall that told police that, that Jaw and some of his friends threatened him in an altercation in the parking lot, leaving the head of security alarmed enough that he filed a police report. It's it had just, something to do with something about a shoe, his mom. I don't know. It's what you said. I, I don't even know what to it's, there's a lot of he said, he said yeah. going on here, even from the teenager. He right. said that he said, and just, just to be fair about this, the Washington Post also reported that after Jaws' attorney said, the, the first thing we got was a $20 million demand, a lawsuit demand. And the lawyer said this was a shakedown, and the Post reported the, the young man's mother had a history of filing lawsuits, that have eventually been dismissed, court records show, including a discrimination lawsuit against the city's fire department and a lawsuit against her children's school district after she said they were bullied on a school bus. Okay, so j just for perspective on this, so maybe that's going on, maybe it's not going right. on. Correct. What is going on is that Ja is becoming an NBA superstar, and we have two incidents here on top of the laser incident in the parking lot. Correct after a game, a home game, mm -hmm. that involved some of Ja's friends. Mm -hmm. And you said at that point, Ja, you're going to have to cut bait with your friends mm -hmm. because they are going to take you down. Right. They're taking you places you don't want right. to go. And, and you, you're taking them places that they can't go. They can't go. Think about that, Ja. It's not skip. Like, and I understand. You don't want to look. Like I said, I, I, I believe you can go home and have a good time, but skip. I, why did you do all of that? You did things that your friends didn't do so you can leave that environment only to get 200 million, mm -hmm. become a Nike endorsee, become Powerade endorsee to go kind of go back and try to infiltrate that mm -hmm. to prove that you hard. Why? Yeah, that's I, it. I, I don't skip. That's what I don't get with guys when they do that. And you have brought this up repeatedly on the show. And now I see the meme on Twitter all the time. The way. We view Jaw, and there's a picture of him. It's like a high school picture yeah. of him and his family. It's a family <laughs> portrait with yeah. him and his mom and dad yeah. and sister, and right. it's, it's, they look like a happy family. Right. right. And then the way he sees himself, and it's a picture of a guy who's a gangsta, yeah. gangster, who at least thinks he's thinks, a gangster, thinks he is. right? Yes. Okay. And you're like, okay, is that how you view? Do you want to view yourself right. as that guy? 
But what's 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 the but what's the end game with that? What's your what's your what's your end game with that? I I don't know. What what is it? Yeah. Are are you doing that for your friends? Does that impress? Do you want to impress them? Because if the as you always say, the more you try to impress your friends, the the more likely it is you're going to be sitting with them mm-hmm. at at games. They're gonna get you in something yeah. that you're not gonna be able to get yourself yeah. out of. I think the the thing you impressed my friends were impressed. Man, my homeboy. Man, I was in the same class with him. He from my hometown. That joke in NFL. Man, you know Sharp. That's my boy. That's how I impress my. Yeah. I ain't going back there to do what y'all do to try to impress y'all. Hey, man, you know what? No, I'm not cool like that. But like I said, Skip, you go back and look. Gangsters try to get legitimate. Skip, they get fancy cars and, and jewelry and big homes to show mm-hmm. what, Skip? Mm-hmm. I made it. I got it. I'm mm-hmm. legit. Yep. John got all of that, but he wants to go back and try to show he hood. He gangster. That's backwards. That's a backwards. That's, that's what we call hustling backwards. That's mm-hmm. a backwards way of thinking. Yep. I hope. Everything is a lie. I don't know enough to skip to say, okay, Ja did this. I don't know enough to say Ja didn't. The complaint has been sealed, and I guess at a later date and time, we're gonna, the facts are going to come out, and once something, either he's going to be charged with something or he's going to be exonerated. Mm-hmm. I hope the latter to be true. But, Ja, you got to move differently, bro. Mm-hmm. The, 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 there's an accumulation going on here, Ja, that you keep finding yourself, you keep finding yourself in these situations. Mm-hmm. No other NBA player. Up, what is there? There's 30 teams, there's 12, 15 guys. So 450, let's just say for the sake of argument, skip, there's 450 NBA players. Somehow, Ja is the one that keeps finding himself in the same situation. He does. Roughly tell my brother and I, boy, association brings on assimilation. Mm-hmm. You keep hanging around the wrong type of people, and if you see what you assimilate to the same behavior that they display. Your grandfather was a genius. <laughs> he was. <laughs> you better be careful who you hang around with, Skip. Here's the Here's the, the silver lining to all this. He's been involved in one incident after another, but but he's been very fortunate so far. Nothing has really happened right. that's really, really bad that could derail your whole career. Right. So you, you've dared the devil several times, yeah, yeah. but but the devil hasn't gotten a hold of you yet. Right. So can you learn from this or these I cautionary hope. tales? I hope. I, I really uh, hope. I, I really hope so. Um, you know, Skip, this, this, they have these, these shows that come on called Scared Straight. Yep. You know, they put, take them to the jailhouse or they take them into the car and they try to talk to them. Yep. Hopefully, Ja can see, like, man, you know what? Got an opportunity. Yeah, I got a $200 million contract, but I got a next one, the next one, $300 million. And Nike, and, you know, bigger, you know, hey, more endorsees. Yep. Go, don't, don't do that. Don't, yep. don't mess your money up doing some foolishness. Well, to use one other gangster term, Ja is a made man already. Yes. He, he's made. To, he, he just got his new signature shoe, as you yes. talked about. He's an all-star. Right. He's viewed as, I think a lot of people think he's arrived as a superstar. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, what else could you ask for? Right. You're making max money. You, right. You, you've, got, you've got it all. You, you've got a, a really good young team with a really good young coach. Mm-hmm. That is going places. Yes. It, it's we're we're only at the beginning. Could it be dynastic? It, it I don't know. It could be. That, that, the thing is, Skip, you don't want someone's enemies to become your enemy. Yeah. You hang with the wrong crowd. They got enemies. Mm. You happen to be there. They might not be an enemy of yours, but you there. Wrong place, wrong time. Bullets don't know addresses. No. Nope. I, I just I just I just I just hope. That he just like, you know what, man, I, I'm done. I'm done with this. Hey, guys, I appreciate y'all. It's not a knock on y'all, but guys, I just have to move differently now. I, I say the, the way that, the, 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 what I am and what I want to become. Yeah. If he wants to become yeah. 
I'm talking about the upper, upper level, the yeah. what Kobe was able to become yeah. and what Jordan and what these other guys. And I'm not saying, Skip, he's going to reach that level. But if you want to be that level of brand and door C, Skip, you got to be squeaky clean, bro. Yeah. You just do. And, and maybe that's of, not what he wants. Maybe, yeah. he want, maybe he wants to be with his homeboys. Mm. And bless your heart, that's on you, bro. In speaking of bullets, the final allegation from the teenager at the basketball game was that Ja went inside and got his gun and brought it out and put his hand on it. It's stuck in his waistband, but put his hand on it. Okay, if, if you, listen, if you want to go there, yeah, if you, you want to play you, that you, game. You asking for trouble, Skip. There, there is nothing good that can come, nope. come from that. There's nope. just nothing. 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 Over, over a... Of a pickup basketball game? And, and the, the allegation was it's on the check ball, you know, where yeah. you, 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 yeah, he, you're going to check he ball. Yeah, and I checked it back. And it, went, and, and it yeah. went through Jaw's hand and hit him in the chin because the kid threw it yeah. hard back at him. Yeah. And here we went. Yeah. And then Jaw said, yeah, I swung first on him. He admitted that, according to the police. Right. And then, according to the kid, he goes in the house. And now, w- w- what? Come on. He's 17 Jeff's years 17 old. Jeff's 17 years old, okay. bro. Okay, come on. Well, I mean, first of all, why are you playing with 17-year-olds? Unless it's an instruction. He was mentoring because they're not releasing the kid's name, but right. I'm assuming he's, he's, well, he he's, has, a he's a minor. He's a minor, Skip, he's, so yeah, they're not okay, going to release but, him. But he is, he is a Memphis area high school star right. of, of some magnitude. Yeah, you take it. You, I mean, come on, come on, John. You take him under your wings. Hey, come on, come on, come on, young boy. Come on, young boy. Come on. Hey, that's what you do with a guy like that, Skip. You look, and sometimes, you know, sometimes young kids get distracted. I remember I went back to Savannah State. And uh, I was in Savannah State. We was at a game. And my homeboy, Bucket, can attest to this. And, you know, Skip, I was talking to the guys. Coach Davis asked me to come talk to the guys. And so, you know, I'm walking, you know, just talking. I'm walking. And the guy walked up to me. Hand me a piece of paper, stuck it in my pocket. I wanted to give you my autograph. (laughs) It's okay, Okay. young fella. Best of luck. Whatever happened to him? I don't know. I don't know, Skip. But, you know, say, it is what it is. But like I said, y'all, come on, y'all. You good now, bro. I mean, what, y'all, 22, 23 years of age, Skip? The, 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 your whole life, the whole world, mm-hmm. everything that you want is in front of you. Okay. But <laughs> as wise as your words are, sometimes they just fall on deaf ears. They do. They just do. They do. And, and sometimes it's just what, what a kid wants. He just wants that life. And, and if you want it, then hey, that's, be our guest. That's yeah. it. That's, all, yeah. that's, that's it. Yeah. Well, a lot of folks hoping this is a wake-up call for Jaw, because certainly a lot of Youngsters look up to him as a role model, guys. In other news, a bit similarly, a warrant issued yesterday morning for the University of Georgia and top NFL prospect Jalen Carter. This while he's at the Combine preparing to talk to the media. The warrant involves two misdemeanor charges, reckless driving and racing. Both come from an alcohol-related crash of a separate vehicle in January that killed a teammate and a Georgia recruiting staffer. Carter tweeted yesterday that he will be, quote, fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing. Skip, I'll start with you on this one. How concerned should NFL teams be about this situation? I'll start where you started on jaw. We still don't know enough. Correct. And the first thing all these GMs now at the Combine want to know is more, more, more. Correct. We need more information. And my biggest takeaway before I launch deeper on this is that two people lost their lives here. Yes. A young woman who worked as in the recruiting department mm-hmm. for University of Georgia and a player, mm-hmm. a teammate of Jalen Carter's. So 
Forgive me now if I operate just on the football level, respecting the fact of those families yeah. that lost loved ones. Yes. Our friend Jarrett Bell wrote a terrific piece this morning, USA Today, because he's at the Combine. Mm -hmm. And his plan yesterday was to interview Jalen Carter, who was supposed to have a big media session and missed it because I assume he was going home oh, that because it. There, there was a uh, warrant out yeah. for his arrest. Yep. Misdemeanor warrant. Okay, misdemeanor warrant for reckless driving and racing. Mm -hmm. So the headline on Jared's piece is Jalen Carter's arrest warrant leaves rampant questions, including for NFL teams. And he goes on to say that Suddenly, Jalen Carter, who's only 21 years of age, created buzz at the NFL Combine for all the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And he goes on to say that back in September, Carter was ticketed for driving 89 miles an hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone. And now the revelation that he might have left the scene of a fatal crash or even contributed to it by racing is poised to overshadow whatever hype he fueled with his excellence as a football player. True. Just for the record... Mel Kuyper, we talked about him yesterday, had rated Jalen Carter his number one overall prospect. He is clearly the best defensive prospect, I believe, on the board. Mm -hmm. Young man at Alabama might, Will have, Anderson, yeah, Jr. Might, might have an argument there. Yep. But the point is, it's highly possible that the first to go off the board defensively will be Jalen Carter. Correct. We don't know how high the quarterbacks will go. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to go at least one, two. So could mm -hmm. Jalen Carter go three or four right in that? Sure. Okay, so that's what we're dealing with yeah. here. And we're, we're back to the same idea, the, the same issue is operating for Jalen Carter, the same cautionary tale of what were you doing? What, what were you thinking? They had just celebrated a back-to-back -back national mm -hmm. championship at Sanford Stadium. Once upon a time, you wanted to play for Georgia. Between the hedges. Grew up there, obviously not too far from Athens, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Not Well, it's about three hours. About three hours mm -hmm. from Athens. South. But there, at one point growing up, that was your, your dream was to play between the hedges. All right, well, he got to play between the hedges and won back-to-back -back national championships. So they go celebrate. Now it's 2.30 in the morning. And according to the police reports, they were racing. They were changing lanes. They were down the center lane. They were going opposite mm -hmm. traffic at 2.30 in the morning. And the other vehicle was, was traveling at 104 miles an hour. It was a Ford Explorer, I believe. Explorer uh, Expedition. Expedition, yeah. Ford Expedition, 2021 Expedition, against his car, which was the Jeep Trackhawk, which they'll go. Mm -hmm. And the passenger tire on a left curve caught the, the curb, and that expedition left the road. road and flew up against several trees and spun and the worst happened yes. for two people involved and yes. two others were hurt badly. Mm -hmm. And according to police, Jalen Carter came back to the scene of the crime uh, maybe an hour and a half later and initially did not tell the truth about his involvement and yes. said he was in a nearby apartment, apartment complex, complex and heard hurting. the crash. And then later admitted, well, I, I was actually involved, and yet, as Jen read, he has made a big point on Twitter of saying, I will be fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing. But, but the misdemeanors are misdemeanors, mm -hmm. and they're, they're, they're usually punishable just with a probation fine, uh, fine. big fine and a probation. Mm -hmm. so, so that's probably not looking mm -hmm. at any jail time here. 
So he wasn't directly involved, but but he was peripherally involved yes. in this incident. Yes. According to the police. You, you're absolutely right. right. So now we're to if I'm an NFL team, I'm going to wonder about the speeding ticket. I'm going to wonder about any behavior that might predict that that he will be an ongoing problem for me. Mm-hmm. Back to Jaw, he, he's had these incidents. Does that mean they're going to be ongoing, or or will he see the error of his ways and suddenly just grow up? Right. A- am I deeply disturbed by this kind of behavior? No, because I, I don't want to be a hypocrite here. We we've both gotten our share of speeding tickets. You kid. Yeah, okay. <laughs> got a kid. Yeah, and and I've gotten them as an adult. No, absolutely. And, and you got them when you were a kid. I know you've told the stories yes. before. Yes. Okay, we get that, but the cautionary tale here again is he's just on the verge of what could be. It could be a Hall of Fame career. He could mm-hmm. one day join you in Canton, Ohio. Definitely on the verge of uh, generational wealth. Mm-hmm. That's generational one thing birth. for certain. For certain. <laughs> and so this is a moment. Now, now alcohol was involved in the driver. Driver, right. Car. Alcohol and, alcohol and, and speed don't mix. Okay, they do not mix. According to police, even though he was not tested, Jalen Carter, the, the officer involved said he didn't appear to have any, any alcohol right. going on. So. So we're going to eliminate that on his side. Okay. But in the biggest picture to me, you have to reflect back on one momentary bad decision can literally wreck your whole life. Lifetime it, of consequences. It, it, it could have been. It's, it's a lifetime of consequences. It could have been you that left the, the car. Because if, if she was driving her car 104, I, I'm assuming yours was going somewhere in that neighborhood, yes. right? We're racing. I'm trying to win. Yep. So if they're going 104, I mean, and if I'm in front of you, I'm going to try to go faster. If yep. I'm behind you, I'm going to try to catch up. That's just the way it works. Just the way it works. He has a chance. If he did go number one, he would be the first overall defensive tackle taken since, you'll remember, 1994. Big Daddy yeah, Dan Wilkinson. Big Dan. Okay. He didn't work out. Mm-mm. Maybe Jalen will. Jalen's a really good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, every time I turn on my TV, he flashes for me right. because he dominates football yes. games. So the, the lesson is not only to him, but to all the kids watching us right now. This is a momentary flashpoint decision. This isn't something you think about. You didn't no. wake up that morning thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm going to race nope. back, you back to the, w- the apartment complex or you whatever. Don't. It just happened. There was some alcohol involved on the other side. They were celebrating. It's 2.30 in the morning. They all leave at the same time to go home, and all of a sudden you're out, and there's nobody out on the street at this point, and you, let's go. Right. Let's do this. You have a lot to lose. You, you have generational wealth right. for years to come for your whole family mm-hmm. is, is on the line when, when you risk your when you push that far down on that accelerator. The, so, the, the, the thing that you stand to lose the most is your life. Yep. There's something about being young, Skip, that you don't fear death. You don't think of death. I never thought about when I got in my car and was doing some of the things that I did that I thought I could die. It never dawned on me because, Skip, you know why? Because I didn't really know anybody that had close to me had that gotten killed in a car accident. Obviously, I watch the news and I see people die every day. Thousands of people die in car crashes a day. But I didn't know anybody. I never wore a seatbelt until 1999 when Derek, when Derek Thomas' car left yeah. the roadway yeah. and he got thrown from it. From that point on, I've always worn, worn a seatbelt. But prior to that, I didn't know anybody that had got thrown for a, from a car. Mm-hmm. So why would that, it couldn't happen to me. Skip, again, to echo what you said, someone tragically, two people tragically yep. lost their lives. And I'm so sorry to the families that what you're going through, I can just imagine the grief that you must be enduring right now. And so my thoughts and prayers go to you 
and all those people that are impacted by this. Skip, like you said, some evaluators will look at this and say this is a red flag and they're probably going to remove him from his board. But I was a kid. I was 21 years of age and I got a speeding ticket going 108 and I got another speeding ticket going about five minutes later going 92. And Skip, the thing is, when you're going that fast, and I don't know if anybody's ever gone over 100 miles an hour, but things go really quick. It's, I mean, quick. It's almost like there's not, like, you go past light poles or tree, uh, uh, tele, uh, trees, and it's like there, it's, everything, like the whole forest is just one. It's not no one tree, two tree. It's a... Yep. Now, imagine going that fast at night when the perception, the depth perception of what you've been able to see in the visibility is greatly reduced. Mm-hmm. It never dawned on me, Skip. Man, what if I blow a tire? Not only am I in the car, but I got three of them. I got well, my homeboy and three homeboys in the back. Five, ain't no way. Nobody's surviving that skip and, at 100. remember, your, your opponent in this race is two times, but, two and a half times over the legal limit. Yes. Okay? Skip, and this happened. I'm 21. This is a, this is a month. Be- oh, this might be three weeks before the draft. Because mm-hmm. I got drafted, if I'm not mistaken, April 23rd, 1993. Mm-hmm. I was coming back from Black College Weekend in Daytona. We just talked about Lil Duval. I was on the podcast. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. Skip, it, skip, it, it didn't, skip, when you young, you don't think about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. It never dawned on me. Like, man, Shannon, you might die. The, flat, the, you might, uh, the front tire blow, the back tire blow. Bro, you're not going to be able to control this. Mm-hmm. And your car is not a NASCAR. Your doors aren't welded short, shut. You don't have a Hans device on to protect you your neck. You don't. It's over. You don't have a roll bar. You don't have a roll bar, yeah. Skip. So, it, like I said, I just, and like, it's like, we need more facts to come out. Skip, the man's nervous. I can just imagine. That man is nervous. You want me to tell you at that moment in time, yeah, we was, first of all, I'm going to get him in trouble. Even though he's dead, they're dead. I'm a, we will have, let me tell you what happened, officer. We were racing. I, was, I looked at my speedometer. I was probably going 110, so they had to be going at least. Come on, Skip, that man's 21. He's not going to tell you that. He's well, not Plus, gonna he be, knows what's coming. Right. Called the NFL draft. Yeah, yep. I'm Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. I, he knows that he's one of the top two, three or, two or three players in this entire draft. He knows that. He knows. And, and, and so for, and to ask him, that's asking an awful lot of a 21-year-old mm-hmm. to be forthcoming in a situation like that. Now, Skip, if nothing had happened, you know, we get stuck. Yeah, we were racing. Nobody lost their life. But my friend lost his life. And so I, I'm not going to be as forthcoming as I, I probably I should have. Yeah. Like I said, we need more things to come forth. But I can't condemn the kids, Skip, because I was 21. I've been I've done I some thing, I've done some I things that when I look back on it, I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah. Because what probably would have happened if I had done something, I probably you'd probably have to just put my grandmother next side of me yeah. because I was a baby. Yeah. And I don't the degree would have been so unbearable for her. There ain't no, no telling that, what would that happen. is a fact that I get you. So I, 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 I can't condemn the young man. Yeah. I just hope he learns from this. This is an opportunity for you to learn. Yeah. Unfortunately, two people had to lose their life. Two yeah. other people, I think one or two other people were seriously injured were. in this. Yeah. Hopefully you learn a lesson, and this can be a cautionary tale for other guys. Hopefully. It can happen to you. Okay, here was the worst-case scenario in, in sort of a similar situation. Remember Lyle Collins before his draft? Yes. He, he was a top-ten pick yeah. at LSU. Yes. He was a, yes. Yeah, he would have been top, an yeah. offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. He ended up being a right tackle. But I think he played left tackle at LSU. Mm-hmm. And because he had dated a woman who had been murdered, and and some people suspected he had some right, something about a baby. I guess, yeah. Okay. What, whatever. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever proven at all. He went undrafted. Yes. He went from a top ten pick to undrafted, and Jerry Jones was able to quote unquote steal, steal him, him really, 
because he became a very good player for the Dallas Cowboys, and now he's right. playing, obviously, for Joe Burrow and the, the Bengals. Bengals. Last point. This is from Martin Mayhew, who's now the Washington Commanders GM. I have a lot of respect for him, and he was asked about Jalen Carter yesterday, and he said, this is something that needs to be explained, thoroughly explained, something that needs to be investigated in terms of, is this the first time this has ever happened? Right. Has it happened before? Yes. Is it something that can be controlled? Th th these are the kind of questions that are going to get asked. And, and rightfully your, so. I'm about to hand this man 25, 30 million correct. of my dollars. I need to know. And there are those out there, the more conservative, who will just say, you know what? No. I, I just can't risk it. I'm sorry. We'll go I a just safer. can't risk it. You're right. Okay, so that's what's going operating yeah. here as we speak. Mm -hmm. The combine is happening. It, and it, he had already been there and interviewed with several teams last couple of days. Well, this is what we know, Skip. If, the, if it's been proven, now he, you said it's documented that he has one speeding ticket. That's documented. That's documented. Okay. The 89 and a 45. He okay. might have been racing. That's twice. Had... Jalen, have you learned your lesson? Do okay. you understand what speed does? Because not only you, because what about the other cars that's not suspecting, that's not going as fast as you are? You run up on them. And we saw the skill. We just saw this with Henry Ruggs. We did. Oh, Lord have just, mercy. Oh. I mean, but Skip, as an athlete, you think you're invincible. The thing that makes us great, any athlete that makes him great is a mind that we can't be stopped. Yep. And you don't think anything can happen to you, Skip. I got, come on, bro, it's me. What's going to happen until it happens? And you're like, damn. But I hope this young man has learned his lesson um, about driving fast. And that, like I said, he's young. That's why I can't totally condemn him, Skip, because it, I, like you said, I don't want to be a hypocrite because I know what I was doing at 18, 19, 20, 21. Yep. I was driving fast. Yep. Ditto. That, that, that fast car was not only a Tracy Chapman mm -hmm. song, it was a Shannon Sharp's <laughs> life. That's true. Excellent points, gentlemen. I hope our young viewers in particular are paying close attention to what you had to say. Uh, FYI, Adam Schefter reporting Jalen Carter is now back in Indy at the Combine, finishing those measurements and those interviews. Let's hope everything can work out for him. We've got more Undisputed coming up here on FS1 after this break. Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander is your only place for the World Baseball Classic coverage. Hi, I'm Ben Verlander, host of Flippin' Bats. And I'm Alex Curry, co-host of Flippin' Bats. From Taiwan to Phoenix and Miami, we'll be providing you daily updates on all the action taking place in this year's WBC. So wherever you get your podcasts, make sure to like and subscribe us at Flippin' Bats. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy 
with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Time for a hot topic of the day, brought to you by Hampton by Hilton, where breakfast is free and hot. It's the easiest decision of your trip. The Lakers, already without LeBron, now yesterday, AD sits out. The Lakers do win over the Thunder, though, uh, because of a right foot injury that already has caused AD to miss parts of the season. Darvin Ham called it, quote, precautionary before the game. All right, Shannon. Here we go. Despite last night's win, are you ready to give up on the Lakers for this season? <laughs> it's, it's not good enough for the Lakers to make the play-in. It's not good enough for them just to make the playoff. They are the Los Angeles Lakers, winners of 17 NBA titles. The Celtics and the Lakers, Skip, it's about championships. Either you win the championships or you, the championship or you don't. Yeah, good. No, is, is it over? No, but, but at what? Okay, they make the play-in. Is anybody going to be happy with that? You got LeBron James and Anthony Davis on your team. You made the play-in tournament. Okay, you maybe make it to the first round. You get knocked down first round. Is anybody going to be happy with that? No. Did they show me something last night without AD? Sure. I like the way they played. Shooter was unbelievable in the second half. The ball was moving. You saw Austin Reeves play really well. Uh, 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 Troy Brown Jr. Hachimura guys. I mean, he was active on both ends of the court. They played well. But, man, it's going to take more than that to win a title. And that's how I judge the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I judge the Lakers as a title. Either you win the title or you don't, especially when you have those two guys on your, champ- on your team. AD didn't play last night. Uh, you know, Ham says, you know, this was always our plan to, to rest him. I don't know if I believe that, but it is what it is. But, no, I'm not, <laughs> it's not, I'm not really to give up on the season, but I'm not really saying, oh, yeah, we're about to be the fifth seed. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready to say that either. Could you soon be the sixth seed? You realize how, how many how many how many games is AD gonna miss? Is he back? Is he back tomorrow night against Minnesota? Okay, if we are to believe Darvin Ham, mm-hmm. precautionary, this had been planned weeks ago. Then this was the second half of a back-to-back on the road. I, I have to believe he will play against Minnesota on Friday night. Okay, and if he does, and he's okay. It's, it's a stress reaction. It's off a bone spur in right. his foot. At least right. I have some detail about it. Right. But it's, it's nagging. I mean, it, didn't he, just, he miss time with that foot? He that missed foot. 20 games. Yeah, okay, okay. He missed okay. 20 games. Yeah. Okay, but has he been fragile in his time yeah. in this league? Yes, he has. Has he been a little brittle? Yep, he has. Can you trust that he'll play Friday night? I, I can't give you a thousand percent on it, but I, I think the plan is for him to play. Right. The plan is they've got five games coming up at home. They've got 10 of the next 12 at home. They got, I told you by ESPN metrics, they have the easiest closing schedule of, of anybody in all the NBA. They have the number, the, the number one easiest closing schedule. So if you look at the next five, they're all at home, ending with a game against the Knicks on a Sunday, which would be a week from Sunday. Sunday. That would be the day. Then on Monday, you would. That would be when they told us LeBron would be evaluated. Right. 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 So will it be a positive evaluation at that point? Could he come back at that point? I don't know. I have no idea. But if he can, listen. 
I, I, I picked the Clippers to win it all, but I didn't see this coming. In my wildest nightmares, I did not see Russell Westbrook as a Clipper. <laughs> they are two and a half games up on you only. That It's only two and a half games, and they are the sixth seed. Right. They're, they're out of the, you know, they're above, above the, the play-in, play okay? They're, they're actually in right now, the playoffs. You, you can't tell me that the Clippers are going to get better with Russell Westbrook. There, there's a quote in a John Hollinger piece in The Athletic from an anonymous executive who said, I don't fear the Clippers the way I used to now that they've got Westbrook. Well, I, I told you, I think they're doomed. Right. It, 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 it's the last thing you needed was Russell Westbrook. I think he's more trouble than he's worth. But my point is, again, they've lost three in a row with him. I think they're going to lose tonight at Golden State, the, the, even though really? they're favored. They're, right. they're favored by four. The question is, is Kawhi going to play or Paul George going to play? Which well, w- well, again, and, and Steph, I'm pretty sure, is not, not going to play. No, I think he's going to yeah. play next week. I okay. think they said he's going right. to be back next week. Well, no, I think the Clippers are supposed to be at full strength. This is why they're a four-point favorite. Okay. But do I trust them with Russ in and out of the lineup and juggling his ego and, and his pouts? I, I don't. I like your team a lot more. Listen, as, as silly as this might seem, Going into that game yesterday, before we knew that Anthony Davis was not going to play, which was an afternoon announcement, do you realize Oklahoma City was a one-point favorite over Anthony Davis and the Lakers at home? Because they're pretty good, and they're well-coached, and they're young, and they're talented. Let us think it was just Uh a second. And they they don't have Shea Gilgis right now. Thank you. Okay? This is my point I want to make. I got it. I got it. Without Shea Skip, Mm -hmm. Anthony Davis and LeBron James and this team – Lost by damn the double figures almost a month ago. On Kareem Knight. To right? this team. Yes, correct. Two right. super, two all-stars. <clears throat> the, the greatest player in my estimation to ever played LeBron mm-hmm. James. Yep. Lost to OKC. That is correct. And you want me to say how they're done. Okay. But they added a bunch of new pieces to what looks like could be at least be a contender puzzle. And they were all on display last night. I really liked what I saw. I don't think it was simple for them to win that game. And Oklahoma City, as you know, made a run in the fourth quarter. They did. And I'm going to say this again. You actually do have a closer you can trust on this team, and it's Dennis Schroeder. And you can laugh at me all you want. Oh my but, but every time he's got the ball in his hands in big clutch situations, he, he'll go to the free throw line and ace it. He, he made all six of his free throws in the second half. He mm-hmm. made all four down the stretch of the fourth quarter. He scored 22 just in the second half. Right. He scored 12 in the fourth quarter. He was the reason you survived last night. I, I agree. E- even though Austin Reeves, he can just flat out play basketball. And all those little pieces you added, I thought Rob Polinka did a sensational job. They're not like world-beating changes, life-changing ch- right. changes. But, but the point is... Did, did you not see a lot of little things that you yeah. like? I mean, think about it, Skip. They shot 39 free throws. I don't remember them shooting that many free throws with LeBron and AD. Okay. How many turnovers did they have last night? They had 13. 13. Yeah. Well, the previous game, they had 26 Six. with so AD. So they cut it half. Right? Well, if they'd had 13 against the Grizzlies, they'd have won. They would have won the game. Absolutely so. Okay. Did you like what you saw from Mo Bamba? He gave you 12 and 7, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I liked it. I, I, I liked everything that I saw of all the Hachimura can play. He's, he's a credible 15, 20-minute-a-night NBA player. All the pieces are there for, for you to have a very good team, but you need your two superstars to get healthy. And, and then the, the operative word is stay healthy, right? Healthy. This team as constructed. LeBron healthy, AD healthy. How far can they go? Healthy? Yes. I mean, 100% healthy? 100%. 
I'm, would I be shocked if they won the West? I would not. I'm, I'm serious. I would not because I, I don't, I'm not sure about the other teams enough that I say, well, there's no way they'd be better than them. If you got LeBron playing at the level he's been playing at and you got Anthony Davis – at, he, he, it's on on various nights, he'll give you against Memphis even twenty eight nineteen yeah, five blocks. I, I'm just saying it. It he he didn't have fingerprints on that game right. like you, like I wanted him right. to because they scored what was it eighty six paint points. Yes, I, I didn't love that, right. but he did block five times. You know, so the the point is that they're potent with AD. Listen, AD when, when he's right and healthy. He can be a top five player as a two-way player. Mm-hmm. He can make a case he's the best two-way player. Yeah. It's why Darvin Ham's been calling him Wilt Davis, as in Wilt mm-hmm. Chamberlain. And he's six feet ten inches tall as opposed to seven foot one big dipper Wilt Chamberlain. Right. So the the point is, what what look, this is what drives me crazy. And you can say I'm old school, stick in the mud, whatever you want to call me. But I look back at Jordan's career and it, it boggles my mind. Nine times he played all 82 yeah, games. Those days over. Okay, I got, I got it. <laughs> then another year he played 81 games, so yeah. he only missed one. And another year he played 80 games, and he only missed two. Yeah. And then I looked it up last night because I, I just had never let it go in my psyche. What has LeBron done? Only one time in his yeah, career has he played all 82. He did have also an 81, and he had an 80 just like Jordan yes. did. But. But we got nine times all 82 versus one time all 82. You know what I mean? And then let me finish on Anthony Davis. Oh, no, he ain't. Okay. Well, not not one time in his career has he ever played all 82. He did play 75 twice. And and when I let that sink in, I thought, well, for him, that's pretty great to (laughs) to play 75 games. Skip, I give you, baby, you know what I'm talking about. You remember when we were going to school, perfect attendance was a thing, wasn't it? If you got perfect attendance, you did something. Kids today, ain't nobody ever going to get perfect attendance again. I know guys, people that had perfect attendance from kindergarten all the way to 12th grade. Mm-hmm. That used to mean something. <laughs> Skip, it used to mean something. I showed up to school. You yeah. got a star. You got a little prize at the end of the year yeah. from having perfect attendance. That's what it was in the NBA. It used to be a badge of honor yeah. to play all 82. No more. Okay. <laughs> no more. Okay. That's not happening, Skip. But. But listen, Michael Jordan was human. Yes. You can't tell me he didn't have aches and pains yes, and aches and yes. pains. Little of this, a little of yes. that. And you just suck it up and yes. say, I, I, it's what I do. I'm going to play. But Skip, you say, you know, now, Skip, you go say, man, my knee, my ankle, don't worry about it. Take the night off. They never told Jordan, no, take the night off. No. He might, yeah, he, I'm sure, man, my, my hip, my back, yeah. my knee, I didn't get a good night's sleep. Yeah. He didn't start lineup. Yeah. Because it meant something. It doesn't mean the same in today's game to play all 82 yeah. as it did back then. Yeah. Well, like Jordan, I, I think about Jokic now. He, he, he plays with his feet on the floor, and he doesn't do real athletic things, no. so he's not in danger, you know, like, no. like he bangs with no, people. No, he, he ain't about to be up in there and get caught up no, in there and somebody no. undercut him. No. <laughs> and, and Jordan was a high-wire act yes. of the highest order. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so you, you don't think he was getting banged up and of course. coming from way up there and hitting the floor? And, and you know, now, Skip, everybody has these body pads on. They yeah. have, you know, they uh, uh, flap jackets, and yeah. they have pads, that thigh yeah. and, and, and butt pads. Yeah. I don't think Jordan had any. The old school guys didn't have any of that. Remember the Pistons, the Jordan rules, yeah. Sam Smith's book. Yeah. Well, the whole idea was you, you got to. You got to get him before he elevates. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> the get him meant you, you, you got to hit him. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. They, Skip, they were clotheslining folks back then. Man, you, couldn't, you can't snatch people out the air like to, 
You get suspended. You snatch. If you do what Kurt, uh, 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 Kevin McHale yeah. did to Kurt Rambus yeah. or what Bill Lambert did, Kevin, you, man, Adam Silver going to put so many games on. You're going to be out for at least 20 games. You are. I agree. <laughs> okay? So it drives me a little crazy yeah. that, Anthony, they're going to manage his foot. I don't know. No. Like, no. come on, man. It's- but – but you got to break. You you won a game in a West that is still up for grabs. Right. And if Anthony is going to come back Friday, and I'm going to guess that he will, and I think he'll play at a high level, and if you could get LeBron back, let's say, best-case scenario, in two weeks. Yeah. If you get him back in two weeks, you're going to be a factor in the Western Conference. I'll give you another example, Skip. You remember the preseason? The guys used to play in the preseason. Yeah. No. Ain't nobody playing now, Skip. Nobody. Everybody played in the preseason. It wasn't no, oh, wait, we gonna, we gonna wait to play the last game. No, you play. Yeah. You might not play but 10 plays the first game and the 15, and you play to the half or three quarters of the, la- uh, uh, the third game, and then you start up the fourth, but you play. Skip, these guys don't play anything now. Don't play anything. It's too much money. It's too, I guess the risk of getting injured is too great. Like the risk of getting injured wasn't great back then when anything went. Yeah. You would like to think they would get hurt more back then when everything went. Skip, you hit anybody in the head, you do whatever you wanted to do. Hit okay. them in the knee. Now I'm back to the oldest cliche <laughs> in the sport you play. The harder I play, the healthier I stay. Because yeah. it's, it's a fact. Yes. If, if in football you just go out and forget about getting hurt, I'm just going to play my ass off. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go as hard as I can yeah. go. Those are the guys who somehow don't get hurt. Right. Well, it's the same now. If you plant seeds in psyches of – could get hurt. I could. I, I better be careful. I got to load manage. Then it seems like everybody gets hurt <laughs> yeah. off that, right? Yeah, this this load manage skip. But like I said, guys making fifty million skip. You're gonna. I guess you protect that investment. Yeah. You got any little nick? Yeah. I don't think you should give up on this team. Just. I'm not giving up on them, but I just don't have the expectation. I don't think I have the expectations that you have. I'm, I'm gonna be a little real more realistic in my approach. You yeah. realistic? Realistic about LeBron's? Team? I've been realistic. <laughs> I've been realistic. Uh, hello, thirty and thirty-three says I should be very, very realistic. You beat the Thunder. <laughs> really, Skip? Yeah, really. I mean, if I was, let's just say I was forty-three and something. Mm-hmm. 66. So if I was 43 and 23, I'll ask well, me. if you're 43 and 23, yeah. you'd be right up there fighting the Nuggets. No, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But we, we fight OKC <laughs> in Portland. <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut about the Lakers' chances, even though my Pelicans. Oh, you want to laugh together? Oh, B.I. Um, went off last night. B.I. went off. He did. He certainly did a season high. But, guys, I will add this to your point about players not – playing all 82 last season only five five players in the nba appeared in every game it's crazy huh <laughs> yeah all right kd Number and the suns gentlemen are they on track to win it all this year eddie house joins us next to dive eddie. into it don't miss it It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Kevin Durant dropped 23 points on 10 of 15 shooting last night in his son's debut. Welcome to Phoenix, KD. The Suns also got the win, 105-91 over Charlotte. After the game, KD said, quote, I feel like I fit in pretty well. Well, I guess you do, KD. The Suns have the second best odds to win the finals, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. NBA champion Eddie House is now joining us. All right, Eddie, I'm going to let you go first on this one. What shot do you give the Suns of winning this year's championship? I'm going to give them a zero zero percent chance. And this is the reason why. Uh, I think that they made a great trade, a great big splash by getting Kevin Durant added to their team. But when I look at the West, it's stacked, right? And then on top of that, for them to get to the conference finals, right now where they're sitting at in the fourth position, they will have to play Golden State. Do I think they could beat Golden State in a seven-game series when Golden State is healthy? I, I don't think so. I think when Golden State is healthy, they're, the fav- to me, the favorite. you got to dethrone the champions to, to become the champions. But So it all depends on seeding for them. And when it comes to that, then if they get past and get to the Western Conference Championship, the Western Conference Finals, and make it to the finals, I don't think they have a deep enough roster. And this is no disrespect. I just don't think they're deeper than Milwaukee. I don't think they're deeper than Boston. And I think those are one of the two teams who will be representing the East uh, when it comes to final sign. I agree with you, what you said, Eddie. I don't believe they're the prohibitive favorites. Um, this is not the Steph and KD, Clay Thompson, Draymond, uh, Golden State Warriors skip from 17 no. through 19. That's not them. This is not the early 2000 Shaq and Kobe Lakers when you know they were coming out. This is not them. And I agree with Eddie. Look, you look at their top three players, because I don't believe Chris Paul is a top player. He's a, he's a really a role player now. That's what he's turned himself into. Now, I got to count on DeAndre Ayton to play with the energy that he played with last night against Charlotte. That's what I'm hoping, that he plays with that energy that he played against Charlotte. I know what I'm going to get from KD. I know what I'm going to get from, uh, uh, from Book. But when I look at Cameron Payne and Torrey Craig and Joshua Kogi and these guys that are going to play uh, Jake Londale and those guys, really? Is that what I'm counting on? Because like Eddie said, in the Eastern Conference, they're deeper. I believe uh, 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 the Golden State Warriors, they're deeper if Steph comes back healthy. I believe uh, uh, the Denver Nuggets, they're deeper. I just believe teams, their top three players might be good. Their top two players, they have, I believe they have the two best uh, top two players on the sun. <clears throat> the question is, Skip, when you play, and granted, you're going to shorten your bench. You're going to probably go Eddie, about eight deep come playoff time, especially as you go to the second round, the divisional round, and then you get to the uh, Western Conference Finals. I just don't believe, I agree with you. I don't know if they're, they're healthy enough. And the question is, what about the Pels? If the Pelicans can get Zion back, uh, can, can they make a move? But I just don't see them as the prohibitive favorites. And I agree. I, I, I've said this before. I believe the representative out of the Eastern Conference will be the champion this year. Either it's going to be the Celtics or the Bucks. Mm-hmm. But I believe they've been the two best teams all year long. And I believe they'll, they'll finish it off. One of those two teams will win the championship. Okay. My turn. Eddie House. First of all, let me welcome you back on this show because it's been a while since we've seen you on this show, and we appreciate you being back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you, you live it. in the Phoenix area. I think you're in Scottsdale, but you, you attend a good number of Suns games. You were the first one who alerted me to the fact that young Devin Booker has got that dog in him because you were sitting in the front row and you could hear it and see it, right, on Devin Booker. Yeah. Okay. There's only one Kevin Durant. I have been his biggest fan. Shannon comes and goes on it. He he went in the first round of the playoffs last year for Brooklyn. I thought it was a Kyrie problem. 
but he did not distinguish himself. He has played at an MVP caliber this year for Brooklyn, and we saw on opening night that he is the easiest to play with superstar who has ever walked this planet. And for many of these years, he has been the best player on this planet. I love him and Book together because they both want to play basketball. That's all they want to do is hoop. Again, Kevin paid the highest compliment to Book as he stood on the court and did the local Phoenix interview last night. He said he's a pure basketball player. And that's that in Kevin's world and in, in his point of view, you, you can't get better than being a pure hooper. So I love the fit of that. And I, I like this team, and I think it's deeper than you're giving it credit for. But my biggest X factor that the day the trade broke, we were in Phoenix for the Super Bowl, and, and I said my, my only fear here is Chris Paul. Is he a little over the hill? He had 11 assists last night, but he doesn't move the way he used to move, <clears> and he <throat> definitely doesn't shoot it the way he used to shoot it because he went one for eight last night. And Fortunately, it was Charlotte, and it did not yeah. matter. It will matter at some point. Over four from three. Okay, so back to you, Eddie House. You played at a high level in this league for a long time, and you played this position. What are you seeing in Chris Paul at this point and stage and age? I mean, I'm still amazed by him. The way he sets the table, he's probably he is by far the best pure point guard we have in the game. Anybody that plays, you think it's easy to play with. Kevin Durant, it's way easier to play with Chris Paul mm. because he's looking to get you off. He's looking to get shots for guys. And I think the, the the best thing for them this year is that he doesn't have to carry the load. He could be the third, the fourth option, third, fourth option, maybe even the fifth option sometimes. His job is to set the table for Kevin Durant, set the table for Book, and set, set the table for DeAndre Aiden. Now, with those two players that I just said, probably one of the most uh, dynamic scoring backcourts that is in the league right now with Booker and Kevin Durant. There's going to be a lot of space out there. And the way Chris Paul can manipulate the pick and roll, you're going to see a lot of lobs. You're going to see a lot of open shots. To me, it's the other side of the court for me. It, are they going to be able to defend the way they are? Chris Paul, like you said, you alluded to, he's not moving the way he used to move. No. So he could get attacked a little bit more in the pick, roll, pick and roll. He could get picked up like last year we seen. Alvarado pick him up 94 feet yeah. and wear him down. So now he has to fight through screens and then he has to bring the ball up against pressure. So his ways to kind of wear him down, but he's still the maestro. He's still going to make sure that everything is flowing the right way. Again, I just don't think that they have enough depth on that team to compete for a championship. I do think that more pressure to me, I, I'm going to spin it a little bit. I got asked a question yesterday, who has more pressure on them? Is it, is, uh, does Kevin Durant have any pressure on him? And I don't believe so. His legacy is set. He is set in stone. He is who he is. I think who has the most pressure pressure is going to be James Jones and Monty Williams because mm -hmm. that was mortgage the future for right now. And if they don't win right now, we all know when new ownership comes, they if they inherit somebody and it doesn't work, they want their guys in. And so it has to work for James Jones' sake, and it has to work for Monty Williams' sake. The players probably could save Monty Williams. But I think if this doesn't work, the way they mortgaged the future, gave up two young players, four draft picks, I think over a span of six years, if it doesn't work, it's going to be, it's going to be tough for, for that owner to, to keep James Jones. Let me ask you this. Um, and I've been skipping. I was talking about this, and we talked about this at the, when the, um, the trade came down at the uh, Super Bowl, is that you got a 37-year-old Chris Paul with a long injury history. You got a 34-year-old a uh, uh, Kevin Durant with an injury history. You got a young Devin Booker who hamstrings are like 72-year-old man, like a 72-year-old man. He has an injury history. Is that a concern of yours? 
Of course. Of course it is. We see, I mean, the hamstring is something that it, it could come back. We never know, you know, if it gets, because he's injured it a couple times now. So, and uh, with, with Chris Paul, we, we know his injury history, especially like think about that, that playoff uh, when they had an opportunity to beat Golden State, Houston. he ends up getting hurt, right? And so it, it, he has that history, uh, but he won't have to have the workload or the usage that he did when he was playing then. So I, I think he should be fine. Uh, and, and Kevin Durant, that was one of the things that was, he's been in, since he's got injured at Golden State, it seems like every single year he's been injured and he's been missing time. So that is a concern of mine. I don't, I, they are pure hoopers. That's one thing about them. They're hoopers. They're going to find a way to ball and, and, and compete. But again, I just think that once you get past Book and get past KD, you make it hard on, on Aiton and attack him a little bit on the defensive end. I think when you start looking at that bottom half of that roster, I just don't think that they're as deep as everybody else is uh, around them. Like Golden State is a deeper team. I think the Clippers are, are a deeper team. Uh, Memphis is a deeper team. Denver you know, they've been the best team in the West all year, pretty much. Uh, so I, I, I even give you this, the Lakers. I feel like the Lakers are a deep, have became a deeper team when I felt like the Lakers won the trade. You know, I felt like they won trade day. I know it wasn't a big splash, but they filled all the voids and all the holes that they needed. They got young talent and so the, the surround around LeBron. So I just don't think that they're deep enough. And especially if they make it out, I don't think that they could beat Milwaukee. I don't think they could beat Boston. Hmm. I am bullish on the Phoenix Suns. I've told <laughs> Shannon I give them a great shot to win the West. I have told Shannon repeatedly, and I'm going to remind you, that once upon a time, and to your point, if Phoenix stays in the fourth seed, they would get Golden State in the first round if it stays as is. Today it would be Golden State. Kevin Durant will beat Golden State because once upon a time it was Steph and Draymond and Clay who went all the way across the country to recruit Kevin Durant, to come save them against LeBron and Kyrie. And he did. He, he rose and shone above all those Golden State superstars, all that dynasty. They needed him to get them back over the hump against LeBron after they'd blown the 3-1 to lead in the 2016 finals. In the 17 and 18, Kevin Durant was the MVP of the NBA finals. I believe he's better than anybody on Golden State right now. And I, I remind you, Golden State has struggled all year. They, they've lost their culture, their identity, their chemistry. It started with the Draymond punch of, of Jordan Poole. And, and it, it's not gotten any better. There's something amiss with that team because they're a 500 basketball team. And, again, will, will Steph come back and be 100% healthy? I don't know. He, he's, he's becoming injury prone later in his right. career, right? Yeah. Okay? So I, I believe they would beat Golden State. And then if the seating held as it is right now, they would have to deal with Yoke and Denver in round two. Right. And here we'd go. Yeah. Then, then we would find out. I mean, Murray, Murray versus Book. Yeah. <laughs> Yoke versus basically KD. And Aaron Gordon has been playing great defense and, and, and playing very well offensively. Here's the thing, Eddie. He's out on his Clippers. He was talking about the Clippers. All he talked about was the Clippers. And once they signed Russ, he was, had to jump on another team. Don't let him fool you. Here's all of a sudden, I'm bullish on the Suns. I, I, I know. He, he, he following wherever KD go. But, hey, Skip, remember this, though. You said that you think that they can beat Kevin Durant and can beat the Golden State Warriors. I well, do. when the Warriors re when the Warriors recruited Kevin Durant to come, what happened? Why was Kevin Durant at home? Who beat him? He know Golden State. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, those are the same guys that already have beating. So, okay. I, I, will, I will put my money, if and, I was a bet man, I will put my money with Golden State. Okay, and who was Russ's, I mean, uh, Kevin's co-star in Oklahoma City? It was, unfortunately, he was stuck with Russ. Man, stop Shannon it. Shannon was stuck it with Russ back, for a year and a half. Stuck with Russ. Blame Russ. Clippers are stuck <laughs> with Russ. The, the Clippers are doomed. I, I don't know what, what possessed them to go sign that guy. I have no they idea. They needed him. You know and I know I'm right about this because you were stuck with him. We were. Yeah. But you guys needed him. You wanted him. You recruited him. I, I, whose idea what, was guys, that? What, what's the trip <laughs> about the Western Conference, though? If you look at it, three games separate the fifth seed yep. and to the 14th seed. Yep. So it's going to change in these last few games. Every. People, they're gonna, they're jockeying for position right now. There are teams that are on the outside looking in. Portland with a shot. The Lakers got a shot. And so, so I mean, it all depends on seeding for Phoenix. You know, who are you gonna get in that first round? Good stuff, guys. Eddie, we want you to stick around because we've got to talk about the latest with John Morant. Yep. It's not just seeding in the West that we've got to discuss. <laughs> Undisputed will be back in just a moment. According to Memphis police reports acquired by the Washington Post, John Morant now accused of repeatedly punching a 17-year-old in the head, then threatening him with a gun last summer. The teenager told police he was hit 12 to 13 times and that those blows left a knot on the side of his head. Eddie House is still with us. Eddie, you have 11 years of NBA experience and a championship under your belt. If you were Jaws' teammate, what advice would you have for him? I would say slow down, young man. Um, you got the, uh, the world in front of you. Nike has gave you a signature shoe. They don't really give everybody signature shoes. You have an opportunity to, to what you already have, but just really, really have generational wealth and set up everybody in your family. I know it's sometimes it gets, it, it, I would tell him that everybody sometimes can't come with you, right? And it has nothing to do with the fact that you dissing them or you don't want to be a part of them, but if they can't grow with you and understand and, or, and don't put you in harm's way, then those are people that you need to, to kind of let go. That doesn't mean that you can't ever talk to them or things like that, but when you start moving the way you're moving and, uh, and start building the brand the way he's building his brand, you have to do it in a certain way. Uh, we've seen what uh, Nike will drop you, right? Uh, we've seen them drop Kyrie, and I'm not comparing this to the Kyrie situation. I'm just saying that regardless, if you are doing something that's going to bring negative light to that business, then they will definitely get rid of you and cut ties with you. So you got, got to be very careful when you are, are, are building your brand and working with high-end companies and having opportunities to do special things because, again, there's other players and they'll look at it like, well, okay, this is not worth the risk. I'd much rather deal with somebody that I don't have to really worry about. So it's not about being fake and turning your back on your partners and nothing like that. Because if they're your real, true partners, then they understand that you're growing and they're with you anyway. So they should be building, you building with them. For example, the same way like LeBron James did. He put himself with great friends that wanted to build a business together and they grew in that light. Um, and, and so that's what I would tell him. I would tell him that. And on top of that, I have a, a, a story that, um, for example, you don't want to get perceived. You know, the perception is everything. And if you start getting this jacket, it's hard to shake. And when I was a rookie, 
I was went to Miami, you know, money in my pocket for the first time, you know, women, girls liking me and all that stuff. So I was out all the time. I was kicking it. And Pat called me in his office and I never forget it. And he sat me down and he was like, hey, listen, you do not want to get the reputation of being a runner. And I was, didn't know what he was talking about. He was like, yeah, always out in the streets, running the streets all night, chasing girls and doing all the things. He's like, I know everything that goes on and I know that you're out all the time. You don't want to get that jacket on you because once you get that, it'll be hard to shake. Now, he could have let me just fall on my face. And I love him to death because he didn't allow me to do that as a youngster. He called me in. I changed my ways. He really taught me how to be a, a true professional. So you, it, it, it takes people like that. You know, so if, if he's listening, I hope he heard that message. And I hope he has people around him that's helping him out as well. Mm. See, it's, um, for me, I wouldn't offer him any advice because they're part of the problem. Because they want to protect that they're hard. They, they want to go along with their gangster. They, they consider themselves, whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. They like that. So I, I'm not going to tell him anything because here's the thing, Skip. He's been in the league three or four years now. Either one or two things have happened. Either he's not getting a good advice or he's not listening to the good advice that he's been receiving. So ain't nothing I can tell him now because he's hell-bent on doing it his way. So I, hey, I just got to let him bump his head and just see, see it hurt for himself because I've tried. I've tried. Like Eddie said, you know, everybody's not meant to go. Like they're 17-year locals. They only come 17 years. Sometimes you have friends. They only last five years. That's Sometimes right. they only last 10 years. I agree. Sometimes don't be afraid to let friends go that have been in your life for 20 years. Let them go. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry says, hey, sometimes they're like boosters on a rocket ship. Skip mm-hmm. that, take you up to so high, and then the rockets fall off. That's <laughs> as high as they can take you. That's the elevation. That's a good analogy. I agree. That's it. Yep. Job. They can't take you in high. Let them go. He gave you a great example. LeBron, Rich Paul, Randy Mills, You're Maverick right. Carter. It is a great example. You see what they did, Skip? Yep. Ain't none of them packing. Mm-mm. Ain't none of them pouring no triple beams at nobody. Ain't none of them hard. They said, we're going to grow a business. We're going to grow an empire. And look what they were done. You got Clutch Sports. You got Spring Hill. You got Randy running the day-to-day, the chief of staff operation. Yep. Look what they've done. I mean, Maverick Carter is a dynamo on Madison Avenue as well as in Hollywood. How, how blessed is LeBron to have those friends? Thank you. Because you can trust those friends, right? I got that thing on me. I got that stick. I got that tool. I'm packing. What is that to say? You got two. You got two hundred million, Skip. You got two hundred million dollar contract from a, a Memphis Grizzly. Mm. You got a signature deal. You took over the signature shoe that they dropped Kyrie for. Yeah. You got Powerade just ran, and they about to run another one, Skip. When they, uh, the, uh, they say the NCAA tournament come around, he was gonna be a, a, going, going to be out. We don't know what's gonna happen, but a prominent feature in that. Yeah. And, 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 and it, <laughs> come on, job. You got so much. Mm. I need to have somebody scheme. You got to have a, a, a you, we got to be equally invested. If you only lose $10, I lose $200 million. That's not equal. Yeah. We got to lose something together, Skip, and that's what I want. Bro, come on, John. You better than this, John. I know you know better. I know you, 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 you're a smart young man. I know you are. I know somebody's done giving you some advice. Say, John, you moving too fast. Yep. Bro. You got to change this. You, you know, the other point about this is that you and I haven't discussed. We always talk about the advantage of having a two parent home. Well, well he did. Yeah, and, and his dad is like everywhere at every game. At every game, and yep. you saw him at the yeah, Lakers game. I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you even got that going, but that that doesn't seem to help at all, right? It. it I don't know if he it, could. You say he's he's actually enabling this, like he's he, he's part of the. It's almost like they have more like a, a brother brother relationship yeah, because yeah, it's I not, agree. I agree. Uh, yeah. uh, and so I like I said, I mean, Skip, it's hard. It's hard to tell your child. 
when your child is the provider. <laughs> so so you, you, you really, look, I, and I know, look, I, I've been very, I'm very fortunate. My grandma didn't care. He's like, baby, I raised you. I, yeah. I, I talk to you any kind of way I want to. Yeah. I'm like, Granny, you can't talk to me. She said, yes, I can. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, I think, and Eddie, Eddie you could attest to this. Yeah. You know when you become the provider of a family, Skip, you, they move differently. They don't say the mm-hmm. same thing. They don't talk to you the same type of way. Mm-hmm. They kind of walk on eggshells and handle you with kid gloves because they know their livelihood is dependent on you. That is correct. Yep. So, Eddie House, back to you. You have three sons. One is now playing at New Mexico at a very high level. I think he's averaging about 17 a game. You have two younger sons. What is your constant message to them? How, how have you tried to raise them? What, what advice have you constantly given them as an ex-NBA player? Well, I do the always in my conversations with them is do the right thing. I love you and do the right thing because you know what the right thing is and you know what the wrong thing is. When you start to do something that ain't right, we all know that you're going the wrong way. So I just always try to tell them do the right thing. I know who they I know who their friends are. Yeah. Right. So I talk to their friends and, and and things like that. So I have a relationship with the people that they kick it with. Right. And so that that's the main thing to me is like I need to know who they rolling with. How are they rolling? And uh, one of my, my sons told me it was a kid that they used to hang out with. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, he got caught with a gun. I said, hey, stay away from his ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Do not be nowhere near him. He got no reason to be carrying. He lives in Scottsdale. Now, this is the thing. Like, being a, when you want to be a gangster, you can't play that. That's for real. You can't just act that out and be like, okay, I'm going to be a thug today, and then tomorrow I'm going to be a schoolboy. Then I'm going to go be a hooper. And that, that It just don't work like that mm-hmm. and, as much as, you know, we love the hip-hop culture and things like that, I think that what happens is the music and the way people, you get perceived a certain way and a certain way is perceived to be cool when I, I think being a nerd is cool. You know what I mean? When people talk about being a nerd. I think that's being cool. But I, the, the thing is that if you are playing professional basketball, they've done all their due diligence. There is not one gangster thug in the league. We are all basketball players. We all come from good places. Um, some have more struggles than others. But for the most part, we are all hoopers. And that's the reason why we are in the NBA. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in the league. They do their due diligence. They do background checks, family background checks. They do so much more digging than they did back in the day that there's not going to be nobody out there with no long, extensive criminal record that's thugging, carrying guns, carrying blades, raising whatever they got to have on them. None of that's out there. So I, I just need to message to Jai is just just slow down, watch your circle, you know, and, and and talk to them and tell them, like, y'all are hurting my brand. And if they can't get along with that part, then they got to they got to get gone. But Eddie, isn't that why we did what we did was to try to remove ourselves and get our family out of those type situations so we yeah. wouldn't have to be in that situation where you wouldn't have to do some of the things. And obviously everybody didn't do criminal activities, but you wanted to put your family in a better situation. I never wanted to be no, get 200 million and then I want to be hard. I'm about to be really <laughs> soft. I'm about to have a yeah, Versace right. LB. I'm about to have mink slippers. I ain't got no, I ain't trying to be hard no more. I was hard getting up out in the fields. I ain't trying to be hard no more when I got 200 million in my bank account. You want to know what's hard when you got money like that is having security, right? Not your boys, not your homeboys with pistols and beams and stuff like that. Hire you some security. Yeah. Look at what Floyd Mayweather walk around with big time security. Anybody that has big money like that, you are, number one, you're a target. If you hang it out in, in, in traffic. Oh, like yeah. That. Oh, yeah. For sure. 
We see so many people get laid down and, and lose their life because they was out moving the wrong way, think they partners with their security. You got to get real security if you got big time money like that and there's nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing soft about living. Believe that. Real talk there. Well said. Absolutely. Wise words, Eddie. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy man. <laughs> Best of luck to your Boston Celtics. Just one back in the loss column behind the Milwaukee Let's Bucks. Go, <laughs> All right. Still to come this morning, which NFL teams have the best and the worst operating conditions? We'll fill you in on the other side of this break. This is intriguing. The NFL Players Association released a survey that included every single player rating their respective team's working conditions. Categories included training facilities, travel, nutrition, among others. The top five highest graded teams, the Vikings, Dolphins, Raiders, Texans, and uh-oh, Skip, your Cowboys. Shannon, what was your biggest takeaway from this? <laughs> Skip, these guys that complain, they don't care, they get paid. Skip, what if I, Skip, first of all, I didn't train at the facility in the offseason. So I don't care if you feed me no meal. If they give, Skip, let me ask you. If I give you $25 million a year, you care if they you care if they feed you, Skip? You take your ass home with Ernestine. Ernestine, we going out to eat. I didn't care because guess what, Skip? I brought my own food. So I didn't care if they gave us lunch. Most teams now, they feed you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I was talking, I was like, hold on. Y'all get breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Like, yeah. Y'all didn't get Man, stop playing. You know damn well we ain't getting no dinner. Mm. Go home and find your own food. Hell, mm. I remember one time we lost five games in a row, and Dan Reeves cut out food. He ain't getting no lunch. So y'all sorry. Y'all need to eat on my, <laughs> eat on my diet. That sounds like Dan Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Skip, look. Troy, I think his name, Trey Hendrickson. Mm -hmm. He knew Mike Brown was cheap. He knew the history of the Cincinnati Bengals. And Fred, tell me what he did, Skip. He signed with the cheap Bengals. Now they talking about their toilets don't work half the time. The shower doesn't work. You say, well, I got this, I got this $25 million, I got this $30 million, so I don't care. Now, I would have a problem with the rat infestation like they had at Jack. They said they had a rat infestation in Jackson. For several months. Yeah. yeah. Now, that would be, that's just nasty. Yeah. And toilets and stuff not working. Skip, that's just nasty. That's built. Yep. Come on, now, NFL. Y'all. No, I shouldn't say NFL. Come on, teams. Y'all should be better than this. Most teams, Skip, feed you breakfast, lunch, and dinner because they want you to get high-quality food. Yeah. They don't want you putting that stuff that, you know, you, you're, you're a pristine, you're a Ferrari. So they want you putting high, you know, high fuel uh, uh, food in your system. Mm -hmm. Now, you, they want to know what's accounted for. But, Skip, look, I, what, what you want me to make of this, Skip? Everybody knows the Bengals are cheap. Mike Brown, they don't provide vitamins. They don't provide, provide supplementation. They don't care. And the teams know, guess what? Y'all going to take this money that we're going to offer you, and even if we charge you for lunches, even if we don't have this or that, you're going to say this, and that's why they do what they do, because you're going to take the money, and you're going to complain later, but you're going to take the money. And so now I know you're taking the money. I don't care. Okay. I still say Mike Brown and the Bengals <laughs> will take care of Joe Burrow. They'll, they'll pay him whatever. It's the cost of doing business in this league. Oh, I don't think they'll cheapskate. You, well, you know the cost of doing business is going to be 250 to okay. 300 million. Well, well, you just have to do it because he fell out of heaven into your lap. You've never had a Joe Burrow like this. No. You, you had Boomer signs. You, you had Ken Anderson. That, right. They're very good, but right. they weren't Joe Burrow. Right. And, and a lot of respect for Boomer. But, but Boomer he did. He did with MVP. And, and he took him to a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yep. Okay. I, I got it. Yep. Ken Anderson took him, took him to a Super Bowl. Bowl. Yep. But, but Both this, lost to the 49ers okay, in Joe. That's true. But this kid, 
This kid is very special, and, and you just have to, as cheap as you are, everybody has the same money that you have to spend salary cap-wise, right. or you're supposed to spend. You don't have to spend yeah, it, right. but, but this is your cap. Right. And they'll just pay him. Right. They'll figure that out. Okay, big picture. I hear what you're saying about you're on your own. You're just going to go do what you do anyway. You, you don't really want to. You're, you're going to eat your own food anyway. Yeah. You, you might not like the way they prepare their right. food that they give you. But Skip, they got you. Skip, what, okay. you, what do you like for breakfast, Skip? What do you like for breakfast? Yeah. You want an omelet? How would you like the eggs? Mm-hmm. Over easy, sunny side mm-hmm. up, medium? Okay. You want breakfast? You want chicken sausage? You want apple? You want bacon? Or right. you want chicken bacon, turkey bacon? Okay, and to your point. Fans won't care about this because they say, well, you're making $50 million anyway. What do you care? Thank you. Okay, got it. But I did appreciate the fact that I learned a lot from this about some deplorable conditions (laughs) as some teams. And I appreciated that the NFLPA finally went public with this. Like they did a survey and then they released the survey to the media. And some of it was stunning to me. It was eye opening. You would think franchises worth billions yeah, of dollars right. would not have these kinds of like conditions. A, a three or four month rat yeah. infestation in the locker room and in all the laundry hampers. I, yeah, that's, man, that's, that's I, awesome. Oh, man. OK. And then some other things. Uh, the Cincinnati stuff didn't surprise me one bit because that's who they've always been. It's a mom and pop type uh, operation. Yes. Okay, but now we we get into how about the reigning champion Kansas City Chiefs? Their training staff, which is crucial. You you do yeah, rely on the training absolutely. staff. Absolutely, that's the that's the lifeblood. It was given a D minus ranking, dead last among all teams, with several player responses calling for a more welcoming environment. Well, wow, wait a second. And then the NFLPA reported that there were concerns uh, uh, about the head trainer Rick Burkhalter. I don't I don't know anything about. It. This is like sort of inside right. football for them. But while the rest of the staff was generally well liked, they didn't feel welcomed by the head guy. Well, the, the, I don't know. That's pretty shocking yeah, to me. It is. Th- these are the champs. Yeah. <laughs> and then your Baltimore Ravens. This is strength and conditioning. conditioning which they, is they got the necessity. They got the, a necessity. They got an F minus. Damn. Uh, and, and they were ranked even significantly below the second to last, which was the Atlanta Falcons. And the, the Ravens recently fired Steve Saunders as their head strength coach after some public criticism of his methods. But, but I was just shocked. Like, I, I think the Baltimore Ravens is the standard for, for how you do this, right? Well, well, considering, Skip, you remember, what, a couple of years ago, they had all those guys with knee injuries they and everybody did. was well, on the they had a terrible that, run, yeah. That, 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 that might was the problem. But, you Skip, the thing is that, like you said, is that, showers and things of that nature. The reason, one of the reasons why the Broncos started giving, passing our hand towels is they got tired of me cutting the towels. I would cut them because I wanted something. I wasn't using no more socks. I'm done. I'm not in college. Got it. We make too much money for me to be putting shower gel in my hand and washing my body like this here. Yeah. I say I want to shower like I'm at home. Okay. So I was cutting the towels. What, what do you mean cut them? Just you don't have to have towels oh, that you drive with. Okay. So I would cut a, a, a slit of it big enough so I can. Oh, wash. No, I got it. Yeah. I, got I was. It. Okay. So I was, well, They got tired of me makes cutting. Makes sense it. to me. Okay. Well, but they can I, afford a few towels. They could, but then I say, you know what? I don't want to, me- you know, I ain't going to mess it up no more. Like, I'm not going to buck the system. Okay. I just bring my own from home. Okay. And finally, I, I must point out that it sounds like the Arizona Cardinals are even cheaper and more poorly run than the Cincinnati Bengals. And that's saying because, something. Because they got an F minus for their food service and nutrition. And you charge the guys for food? Well, I got it. it, it the, uh, only the, they're apparently the only team in the league that does charge for it. Yeah, okay. Skip, I, I got it. I got it. You can't skip. Um, but th- this was all shocking to me. It's not going to change the world, but it just, I think of the National Football right. League. 
You do business at the highest order. It's it's first class. But you, you want you want guys to come and enjoy. You want guys to come to work and enjoy coming to work. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a job. Yeah. Granted, but you want people to come enjoy being at work, Skip. And when you, like, bruh, y'all y'all charging them for this? The box lunch? Like I said, I mean, they if somebody's working out a facility, they're like, man, he working out. Oh man, this this is gonna help the product. Right. Well, let's charge him. Okay, so that's backwards. This also strikes at the heart of the big difference between your sport and the National Basketball Association, because in the NBA, trust me, there are no deplorable conditions anywhere. No, Skip, they got to stay at five and four and five star hotels. Now, granted, it's only what thirty, maybe thirty people, as opposed to a hundred contingent with NFL teams. So you know that's that's different. You know, having a hundred people stay at the Four Seasons or the Ritz Carlton, as opposed to you know twenty five, thirty of a basketball operation, but. when you make 300 million, when each NFL team, before they sell a ticket, before they sell any merchandise, before they sell local TV, the NFL cuts everybody a check for 300 million. There's no way in hell the situation should be like this. No. Agreed. Shocking. I, I say way to go, NFLPA. 300 million, Skipper. You yeah. got rat infestation, and you, and you won't play for, you got, you serving them box lunches, and you charging them for that? And you, you won't f- provide vitamins or, or supplementation? <laughs> come on. Come on, Mike. Come on, teams. Y'all better than this. Yep. They, they should be better than this. Yeah. And the training staff, y'all, y'all get, you got to be welcoming. You got to, I mean, you, obviously you want to get the, if the guys come see you, you want to get them out of there, but they don't, you don't want the guys to like, man, I, I guess I was lucky because yep. I had Steve Antonopoulos, Greek, and Denver, and I had Bill Tessendorf in Baltimore, and we were, as a matter <laughs> of fact, I still talk to him to this day. Yep. Because they took care yeah, of Yeah, the equipment guys. I yeah. mean, I had a great relationship with all of them. Eddie Carroll. Yep. I was, Doug Webb. I mean, I just, I don't know. Skip. It's, they, I guess times have changed. I guess it's a different time now. It is. I, I feel lucky. I see, that's why I'm glad I played when I played. Except for the money. Yeah, 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 that, that, money. <laughs> the money, the money, the Believe money. you me, gentlemen. Those are things free agents pay attention to in both the NBA yeah, and the NFL. Players talk amongst themselves. How much you got for us? All right, moment? moving on. <laughs> oh, don't worry about the shower. Who <laughs> need the shower? <laughs> are the Cowboys one piece away from becoming the NFC favorites to reach the they Super are, Bowl? They are, but not the piece Skip, you think. I oh, bet really? you. <laughs> I bet you've been waiting for this one all morning. Y'all don't want to miss it. That's next on Undisputed. <laughs> This is interesting. The Rams reportedly willing to trade cornerback Jalen Ramsey. And guess what? The Cowboys just could be the ideal landing spot. An anonymous scout says, quote, the Cowboys are one piece away from being an elite defense. Jalen Ramsey is that guy they need. If they are able to pull off a deal with L.A., Dallas will see their Super Bowl odds double. Shannon, that is a big prediction. Do you agree? Yeah. They are one piece away. That piece happened to be the quarterback. Mm. <laughs> Skip, they didn't lose. Skip, you think they lost the game in San Francisco because they lacked the Jalen Ramsey? Look at where the defense finished. Third in sacks, fifth in points allowed, ninth in red zone touchdowns allowed. But what about their quarterback? Tied for the league. He missed five games and threw more interception today than everybody. That's the issue. That's the piece that you're missing. Not a Jalen Ramsey. 
Your defense is outstanding. Step ain't granted. Your, uh, your, your other top corner went down, and so, yeah, they picked on the other side. And but Anthony Brown went Anthony down. Brown. Yep. But come on, Skip. You did, not lose in the, you did not lose the first round to Brock Purdy because you lacked the Jalen Ramsey. You lost because your quarterback has been bad in the playoffs. <laughs> this is Skip. Steven Jones said, other than he had won some key playoff I, games. I told you that yesterday. He's everything other you want to than- Oh, 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 what do you mean other than that? That's that's everything. Skip, other than a few affairs, he was a good husband. Right. What the hell you mean other than that? Right. That's it. That's it. You remember the oldest cliche, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Exactly. Right? Okay, well, that's, Come on. Yeah. Let's skip. They do this every year. The Cowboys, I bet you the Cowboys probably have the fifth or the sixth best odds right now. I don't believe Jalen Ramsey is going to move the needle for them. They're the sixth best, 13 to 1. Okay, so would would it if it would double their Super Bowl odds, would that make them the third best odds? I don't believe so. Okay. All right. I still do respect Jalen Ramsey, and I just checked on this because it felt like he didn't have a very good year because in some some marquee games he's had marquee screw ups where where he's gotten burned. I I can't. It started the playoffs last it year. It did. Go all the way back to Tampa to the, to the Brady throw to Mike Evans. Because he got smoked on that one. Yes. Okay. But Pro Football Focus still graded him last year, all told, the whole year, as the third best corner in football. So he has now played, what, what is he up to? This would be his sixth year. He's played seven. This would be seven, his eighth eight year. year. Okay. Is he still in his prime? He should yeah, be. He should be. Is he, a, is he a difference maker at corner? Yes, he can be because he's big, he's physical. Okay. Is he Pat Sertan? No. Is he Sauce Gardner? Not, probably not now, but does he know how to play? Yes. Yes. Would, would, would putting that star on his helmet give him a little bit of a, a later career rebirth? <laughs> yes, it might. Did, were we sorely lacking at the other corner opposite yes. Trevon? Yes, we were because we tried five guys. Where y'all going to get the money from? So what y'all gonna do? What y'all gonna do with, gonna do with Trayvon Diggs? Okay, you think Trayvon Diggs gonna be okay with another cornerback and making twenty million and he not? What, what you gonna do with CD? You, you're gonna have to figure that out <laughs> down the road. Okay, but, that- but if you had a shot for next year, would would that improve my chances to be a Super Bowl? Sure, it would, because all of a sudden you you'd have the dual threats at corner where where the offensive coordinator would be saying, "Well, wait a second. I can't just attack there because I'm not sure who I attack because one guy's they're they're both ball hawks now. Right. So you got two ball hawks and you have one of if not the best pass rushers in football. That's how you win championships." I just know I'm going to get 7 points when my offense is out on the field okay. cuz I know Dak going to give me a pick six okay, he or he's going to turn the ball over I, and I, put and put me close okay, to the goal I'm, line. I'm not going to fight you anymore on that. I've given up. You were stuck with Russ for a while. I'm stuck with Dak. Exactly. Okay. And, and th- I told you, Stephen and Jerry keep trying to sell ice to the Eskimos about, oh, he's going to be okay. He's got all the makings of everything. He can take us to the promised land. No, he can't. I- I've seen too much. Right. But there's a way, a different way to-, to pull this off, and you could do it upside down with your defense. Dan Quinn is coming back. Yes. I'm shocked by that because I thought he would be gone. He is the – the de facto head coach of this team because I love the way he coaches his unit mm-hmm. because what did I tell you going into last year? They'll go as far as the defense takes them. Right. Well, the defense went all the way to San Francisco 
and held the 49ers to what was it, 19 points. Okay. That's good enough, yes. right, that you should win the game. But your quarterback missed five throws, I, I, at least three to CD, and, and then the late one to Gallup. Right. Gallup smoked whoever was on that, that yes. corner because he finally broke free. He's a long strider, and he was gone, and Dak missed him by five yards. Okay, so you make my point. No, so I'm, how, I'm, make, I'm agreeing so, with your point. So, how was, so in that situation, with Dak missing the throws, with Dak playing as poorly as he did, how does Jalen Ramsey help you in that situation? Okay, maybe you hold him to, to, to 16 <laughs> points or 14 points, right? Maybe Dak, has, Dak played one great game against Brady. He yes! retired Tom Brady, yes. right? Okay, but that defense struggled all year, and it was a shell of itself. But you saw, okay, let's fact, okay, how about this here? He played unbelievable against Tampa. He did. But let's go to the game before Tampa and it the was, game after Tampa. It was just terrible. <laughs> against Sam Howell at Washington the last game, that was a debacle. So you had a sandwich. Yeah. But it was only good, only the in, only the inside. But you, I don't know what the what the, the bread was made of. And and obviously, Tampa was on fumes all year. Yes. They were just on fumes. Yeah. And and they they summoned it up, as you like to say, for Carolina. Yes. And and they crushed them, and they won the division. All of a sudden, they get a home playoff game as the division winner. It's a first round game, and the, that happened. Yes. Okay. My, my point is, I I'm just. Grasping for straws, I, I'm, I'm reaching for anything. But if you could snap your fingers and give me Jalen Ramsey, all of a sudden my defense might be the best defense in pro football. Now, let me tell you what's going to happen. If you bring Jalen Ramsey in there, yep. and Jalen Ramsey makes twenty million dollars a year, and Trayvon Diggs is on the other side, and he says, "Hold on, wait a minute, I've been first team All Pro a number of times also, and you're going to pay somebody that's just coming here twenty million, and here I am do a contract." Mm. You go asking for trouble. Now, you know what happened last time you let a guy's contract run out. Mm. And now you got CD going to want his money. And now you got Moby Dick coming up next year. Mm -hmm. Now, what you going to do with him? Mm -hmm. He ain't cutting you no deals because he just saw you give a quarterback $20 million. Mm -hmm. So if you give a quarterback $20 million, what the hell you think Michael's going to want? Okay, I get all that. <laughs> but if you give me a one-shot deal where I can maybe keep everybody happy at least for one more year, would I have a lot better chance of getting to a Super Bowl with Jalen Ramsey next year? You better believe I would. Not with the quarterback, you okay. don't. And, and further complicating the quarterback is, now please drop the Mike McCarthy has taken over, and he says he's going to change 35% of the offense will be all new next year. It will make it even harder on Dak because I think McCarthy is basically fraudulent. Yeah. Well, he said, yeah. well, I want to call plays. He's like, when you're offensive coordinator, you're just worried about putting up a minute, you know, putting yeah. up, lighting up the scoreboard. Yeah. He said, but when you're the head coach, you worry about the different things, rest of your defense. Bro, do you see how good your defense were? Mm -hmm. Do you see? Is that your quarterback missed five games and he led the league in, in the top of the league with 15 and had three pick sixes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Give me Jalen Ramsey and I'll live with Dak Prescott. You ain't got no choice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you got choices. Mm -hmm. It's better you don't. Unless Jerry would wise up and wake oh, up you and, and trade Dak straight up for Aaron Rodgers, I would do it in a heartbeat. So you don't want Dak at 40 million. You want Aaron Rodgers at 59 million. Jalen Ramsey at 20 million. Yep. <laughs> and I'll go win me a Super Bowl. 
You not winning it. Once we win a Super Bowl, it's over. I don't care what happens. <laughs> you not winning that. <laughs> you not winning that. Okay. That salary cap, it's just details. Yeah, no worries yeah. about that. Yeah, you know what? Hold on. What about this thing called the salary cap that you tell me, well, this, it's pie in the sky. There's yeah. this thing shouldn't call the salary cap. Mm. What happened to the salary cap? It doesn't exist anymore in Dallas? No, Jerry is a <laughs> cap wizard. Is he not? Not he a cap wizard. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I guess the salary Waving cap doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. All right. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's stay in the NFL. Did an Eagles safety just take a shot at their D.C. on the way out the door? You don't want to miss this. Let's debate. Up next. <laughs> Former Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon talking at the Combine, saying his defense gave up 24 points to the Chief in the second half of the Super Bowl. Soon to be free agent C.J. Gardner-Johnson replied on Twitter, and ooh, it was spicy. He said, quote, you ain't put us in a position to make plays. Gardner-Johnson later deleted the tweet. All right, Shannon, do you like or do you have a problem with what C.J. tweeted? I had a problem with it. Now, when they won 14 to 15, when they won 15, 16 games, Skip, I ain't seen not one tweet. Jonathan Gannon, you're doing an unbelievable job of putting us in position to win ball games. You had 75, 75, 70, 80 sacks. Not one tweet from Johnson. Not one. Mm-hmm. Oh, he ain't put us in position. Go make plays. I thought it was players. I thought you came at X and O's. I thought it was the Jims and the Joes. Mm-hmm. Huh. You got beat. That day, because the team out-executed you in the second half. Give them credit. It wasn't sometimes it's not what you didn't do. It's what the other team did do. Mm. Skip, I hate when people don't own up to responsibility uh, and accountability. Just own it, bro. We got beat. They played better than we did in the second half. We weren't able to make the plays. Boom, leave it at that. You keep coming up with these excuses. He ain't put us in position. Come on, bro. This this Bush League, man. You need hey. Guys, at some point in time, you got to stop blaming the coaches when things don't go. Hey, so what happened to coming out and making a play? We just made a play. It's just two guys making a play. It's just a guy made a play. Mm. I wanted to make a play better than the other guy wanted to make a play. Man, this missed me with this weak stuff. Mm. Then he tweeted, going back to sleep. He did ultimately delete this first tweet. You ain't put us in a position to make plays. Okay. I did first guess this. I told you all along leading up to the Super Bowl, I was skeptical about Philly's defense. I thought it was overrated. Mm -hmm. All I know is the quarterback in our previous segment that you ridiculed when (laughs) Rain Dakota Prescott, middle of the pack Dak, Mm -hmm. on Christmas Eve, as you well remember, threw for 347 yards, three touchdowns with only one interception, which for him was pretty great. (laughs) A QBR of 86 on a scale of 0 to 100, and he hung 40 on C.J. Gardner-Johnson's defense. Mm-hmm. 40 points because the final score was Dak 40 to Gardner-Minshew 34, right? Yep. 40 to 34, 40 points. And I couldn't get that. That stuck in my crawl all the way to the Super Bowl. Like I kept saying, wait a second. As much as I love Jalen Hurts, can he overcome a defense that right. is capable of giving up 40 points? Right. Well, no, he couldn't because they gave up 24 in the second half, and you know the end of the story. Exactly. I still thought there was a terrible call, but we'll, I don't want to mm-hmm. get into that again. But the, the point was 
Jalen almost played well enough to overcome them, but you, you can't overcome one horrendous mistake when he just lost the handle on the right. football. And right. once that happens, and once it bounces right up to, uh, what's his name, Nick? Uh, Bolton. 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 He's just on, on the run. It just bounces right in his hands, like, almost like a pass that right. hits you in the hands, and he, he, he scoop and scores right. on you. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you're probably going to lose right. that game because the other team is really good. I'm going to get one stop. Okay. I don't know, Skip, uh, I'm not saying – how about this? How, don't, how about you not let them go touchdown, 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 field goal? Yeah. How about just – how about touchdown, touchdown, field goal, field goal? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. To this point. I still don't know how Jonathan Gannon got a head coaching job off this year. There's a lot of smoke and a lot of mirrors going on here because I don't get it. I don't see body of work. I I don't know, but I don't know him. You ain't see his body? (laughs) (laughs) You see his face? (laughs) That facial recognition. Okay. Well, there you go. (laughs) But somehow – he got a job. Somehow, Eric Bieniemy didn't get a job. Right. I don't don't give me Steve Wilson on that. ain't got no job. Yeah, ain't got Leslie no job. Frazier ain't got no job. I mean, Steve Wilkes has a job, but he doesn't well, have a head coaching coach job. job. Yes, yes, is correct. So in the end, I, Jonathan Gannon was very lucky to get a head coaching job off this. And again, <laughs> would you rather be lucky than good? Well, there you go. That's, <laughs> good that's the point. But but this Eagles defense was it could be had. Yes. And. It got had by Patrick Mahomes. Skip, that's why I said, I said, Skip, I'm telling you. That's why I, that's why I went Kansas City and you I did. said, Skip, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Because yep. that defense, like you said, they <laughs> did give up 40. They did. Well, there you go. Gardner Johnson led the NFL with six interceptions in 12 games, guys, wherever he ends up. It'll be interesting when his team meets up with the Arizona Cardinals next season. I guess he ain't All right. in a position. The Clippers. Had 12. Guys, you think they're going to get their first win with Russell Westbrook tonight? No. It no. is prediction time when Undisputed returns. <laughs> Okay, so the Clippers 0-3 since signing Russell Westbrook, but they are four-point road favorites tonight versus the Warriors, who are without Steph. That's according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, will they get their first win with Westbrook? Man, it's about time for Kawhi to take a break, ain't it? Mm. He's been playing too many games. You know he can't play all these games, five, mm. six, seven games in a row. Looking like the best two-way player in basketball. No, he don't look like mm. that. He don't look like that. Mm. Uh, you know what, Skip? You, I'm gonna say, they, say yes. I'm gonna say they get a close win. Really? Rust only has three turnovers. Really? Kawhi, Paul, George combined for 55, and they win. Huh? I say they fall to 0 and 4 <laughs> with Russell Westbrook. You hoping that? The, the human cloud hanging over yet another LA franchise. This time, the team in the basement. I say tonight he goes for 15, 8, 8. And six. Why I think the you, last number will be six as in turnovers. Why are you wishing bad on the team that you predicted at the beginning of the I, year if they I'm were healthy? I'm off. I'm out. I'm over. It's done. They are doomed. Skip, skip. It's only three games. I can't believe you escaped Russ and we took him. You, you recruited him, too. He fell right into the trap. Yeah, he was a five-star recruit for y'all. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Such a rosy picture for the I don't know. Great show, guys.